Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Everyone, welcome to another happy pod. Stop laughing. Podcast. Shut up. The only podcast in the world. My name is Nathan James Bauer. Um, I am the host of this podcast, and as always, I'm joined by the scum himself. His name is Lawrence Thomas Heisey. Lawrence, hello, sir, and how are you? I am very well, Nathan. How the devil are you? Oh, okay. I I did this previously. Um, shut up. Anyway, because <laughs> okay, Lawrence, so just a late one. Then, yeah, just it? shut up, Lawrence, because <laughs> you need to tell us what this silly little show is all about for one last time in 2023. Oh, blimey, big pressure. Uh, Nathan, this is the week where we get together and we discuss something in the realm of pop culture. It could be a movie, it could be a telly show, it could be a video game, but... The main thing is that we do so without any of the toxic discourse that is also prevalent these days. But today, Nathan, is something a little bit different. We are looking back on 2023 as a whole. It is the end of year special, and to top it off on the day of recording, it is someone's birthday. Is it someone's birthday in in the in the right. in the studio? You're absolutely right, Lawrence. It is, of course, Jake Gyllen's Hall. Jake Gyllen Hall. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few whiskeys. It is Jake Gyllenhaal's birthday, okay? And you know what that means. <laughs> no! <laughs> Alright, we'll see you in ten minutes. We'll see you in ten minutes. <laughs> we can't. Not, not no, no, we can't. We can't. We have ads now. We can't. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Um, but, um, no, but it is, yes, it's my birthday. I am 30 today. 
30, flirty, and thriving. I've been saying to you all day. I don't know about that. It's, I'm Are definitely. You Wait, if you 30. flirt with me, uh, yeah, I'm thirty and flirty. Yes, I'm not thriving. <laughs> okay, <laughs> very much, very much not that. But you know, <laughs> look, maybe this podcast can turn it around. We'll thrive in the studio. <clears throat> Uh, maybe, maybe, um, but I'm yes. Al- I'm already burping. Right, <laughs> Nathan, why is it a different episode this week? Because we're sourced. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's it's my birthday, so we thought, you know what will be fun? Um, we'll we'll have a few drinks, we'll have a few whiskeys, we'll play some, we'll play some games, we'll play some Fortnite or whatever, and then we'll records like most 30 year old men yeah exactly yeah (laughs) i'm sure old men in their 30s play fortnite um (laughs) so if anyone i don't know if anyone ever has asked for a drunk app you got a few borderline ones with me but um yeah there's been like the last six months it's been a bit touch and go with you more like the last month and a half or so all right. right I was being I was being hyperbolic for comedic effect, but I well, see how that could have tarred you with yeah, a bad name. Yeah, I'm going to shut that one down right now. <laughs> um, but we, we've been having a few whiskeys, and we'll have a few more during the recording of this episode. But Lawrence, this, as you said, this is our our, our look back of the year, as it were, our uh, 2023 retrospective yeah. year in review. Um, I I wouldn't want to say an awards show because it's not and. We have no awards to give out, but, you know. Listen, Nathan, we're going to get to all of this, but first, did you get a birthday present today? Oh, for fuck's sake. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, all right. So, last year, Lawrence, you got me a birthday present, um, and it was a cardboard cutout of <laughs> Chewbacca, the Star Wars character. And that was a bit of fun. That was, you know, it was unexpected. It was a bit of fun. It's, uh, it's in my office. It's currently behind me. Look, we may start be filming these and put it on YouTube if so you can see it. If not, shut up, all right? It's not there. <laughs> then you didn't um, hear this. Yeah. Um, and, oh, I'm not even recording, so I guess we won't see this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even recording, so I guess we won't see this. Oh, well. Maybe next year. Um, but, Lawrence, you, you got me a, a a birthday present. That was for my 29th, and now for my 30th. You graced me with another birthday present. You wouldn't tell me what it is, obviously, because that's the whole idea of presents. Yep. I said to you last night, better not be another fucking cardboard cutout. <laughs> um, and you were like, no, no, it's not. It's not. Why would someone then, do that? That's unhinged. What? Of course, that is despicable. And then uh, the Amazon guy shows up today and it's a big fucking flat pack box. And I immediately know what the fuck <laughs> that means. It's another cardboard cutout, but this time of Taylor Swift. <laughs> so now in my office behind me, I have a cardboard cutout of Chewbacca and Taylor Swift. So that's that's fun for me, I guess. This is the way you've paired them. You've put them quite close together. It looks like they're posing together at a red carpet event. It does. It looks like they're they're couple. They're like a they're a couple out on the town, you know. I um I'm gonna make it a tradition. I've I've said Nathan's been this year. He's been desperate to get tickets to the Eras tour. Uh, he came qu- he came close like twice, and he couldn't get them. Uh, so I thought I'll bring Taylor Swift to him. It's only fair. Um, <laughs> thank you. He said thank you, but he's scowling at me. 
Ah, anyway, Lawrence, year in review. Why don't you tell us all what that means while I replenish my whiskey? I can do that. Uh, so basically, we went through some categories. We just basically have picked the best and worst of certain things. We've got like movie that we watched, movie that was released, TV show, well, don't video spoil game. The categories. I'm, we'll I'm not. Them. I'm not. All right. Oh, and we said we were going to split them up as well. We didn't do. Yeah, that. we didn't, and we probably won't because who can be asked? But you know. <laughs> Let's just do the good ones early, and then, people, no, no, we'll, then we'll, if people leave, we can. We'll just go through as it's written. Right? <laughs> I mean, I'm that's not... the good ones early. The first I'm... ones we thought of are the good. I'm ones. not fucking about with some weird order. All right, we'll just go through it. Okay. Yeah. Also, there might be spoilers. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the stuff we're talking about, I, I don't think we've done an episode on a lot of the stuff that we're mentioning. Yeah. No, we've done. I've done. Looking back on mine. Um... Yeah, I guess. There's some stuff here we haven't yet touched upon, but there'll be... We'll we'll warn you if we get into spoilers or anything. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, don't trust that, because <laughs> this, this one's going to be pretty loose. Okay. <laughs> uh, Nathan, the first category is the best movie that you watched in 2023. So... Oh my god, the best I'm... movie I watched in 2023? Lawrence, that sounds like there might be some stipulations to that category. Well, you'd be right in that regard, Nathan. The stipulation here is that this movie is one that you watched. It could be not necessarily released in 2023, but it could yes. just be a movie you watched in 2023. 20- do we want to... I didn't ask you this, but do we want to stick to movies that we'd never seen before 2023? Like movies that could have been from like 2014? No, 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 no. no. Because I've definitely seen mine before. Okay, very really. <laughs> So, no. So, don't be throwing this at me last minute, okay? <laughs> so I'm, I'm keeping you on your toes. <laughs> well, I know we've both had a few drinks. Do we want to do worst or best first, Lawrence? Uh, let's do best, because it's a bit more cheerful. What are you going to say? Then we'll uh, immediately do worst. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say let's do worst first, because of the same reason. <laughs> All right, fuck it, worst. Nathan, what was the worst movie you watched in 2023? I want to know yours first. Okay. What, what is this tennis we're playing? I just want to know yours. Uh, mine was a movie called Walking on Sunshine. <laughs> Never fucking heard of it. <laughs> and thank you yourself lucky. You could have just made that up and I wouldn't have a clue. What is this? Walking on Sunshine, I was gobsmacked when um, my wife put it on. Right? And it's apparently it's just a little trashy movie that she watches from time to time. And she knows it's bad. She put it on. It's basically like, what if Mamma Mia was the worst thing ever? Like, Oh, um, okay. Yeah, oh, like the song Walking on Sunshine? Yes. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah. Okay. All right. And don't it feel good, to be fair? And don't it feel great? True. Go on, continue. <laughs> Um, yeah, Walking on Sunshine is like if someone removed all the sauce from Mamma Mia. It's basically just this, like, it, it, it starts so bad. It, it, it doesn't reveal it's a musical until, like, five minutes in, and so it caught me so off guard. Oh, when okay. this this young girl, who looks quite Sophie-esque, walks over to a um, a person that's checking passports, and she gets on a plane, and he goes, oh, where, where are you going? You go in on a... And then it just hard cuts to her, and she goes, holiday! And then it starts being oh. a musical number. That's about who sings that. Is it all the same artist, or is it just generic? Nice. It's pretty like, jukebox, yeah. Oh, okay. And who's who's the girl? Who's the actress? I have never seen any of the cast in anything else ever. I'm gonna look this up. Let's go to IMDb right now. <laughs> Let's um, track them. Hey, Lawrence. Here's an edit point. So, Walking on Sunshine. It stars um bunch of people I have never heard of. Oh, it stars Leona Lewis. 
Oh, God, yeah, Leona Lewis was in it. Yeah, that was a surprise. She won. Hey, did she win X Factor? She either won or she came very close to winning. But she's now a big pop star in America, isn't she? she... Yeah. Is she a big pop star in America? Yeah, man. She got, like, no success over here. And then she just, like, released one album in America. And then she just blew up. She had success over here. She did that, that song. Oh. Yeah, that one song. She <laughs> did that. That's um... not success for a pop star, Nathan. I keep bleeding. That one? Yeah, Bleeding Love. Bleeding Love. She also did that Snow Patrol cover. Uh, uh, sing me a verse. Chasing Cars. No, if I sleep. lay here... Did she cover that? It, she covered that, yeah. That was a very popular cover. Most if people I think that song's hers. Here, yeah. Would you lie with me and just forget the, the world? world? Singing over Zoom never works. Um, Alright, well, this sounds awful. Mm. It was. Now, please, regale me with your worst movie. Okay, well, mine was infinitely worse. Um, okay. It's a, it's a movie I watched in 2023. Okay. It's a movie I watched for the first time in 2023. I'm not actually sure when it came out, to be honest. Um, and it is genuinely uh, the worst. And and I I don't like to disparage someone's art, okay? Because <laughs> someone put a lot of time and a lot of effort, and it's obviously a passion project or whatever. Yeah. Okay. But I have to draw a line, okay? And I have to say, this is the biggest piece of shit I have ever seen. Oh my okay. gosh, okay. And that is After Sun. Oh, get... F- Are you joking? No, that is the worst movie I have seen in 2023. You are And dreadful. it's a contender for one of the worst movies I have ever seen. You've done it this to is, poke me. It, it is, slightly, yes, but also, <laughs> it is horrendous. Horre- we did an episode on it. It's mostly us arguing, and it's not good. Yeah, it's true, yeah. I um look, I don't like that you didn't like it. It's a good movie. It's it's, it's not. No, it's not. It's not a movie. It does it doesn't have a plot. It's just <laughs> It does a, have a, a plot. It's just no, listen to the episode and you no, couldn't follow it. You, it you didn't understand. It doesn't have a plot. It's just a series of uh vague scenes about a shit holiday <laughs> and then a guy wants to kill himself or whatever. It's it it has the intention of deepness and and the air of someone trying to seem like they're you know deep and and intricate and all this shit and it's just ah oh, just reeks of pretentiousness. It's boring. I I didn't like it at all. I, I don't like you. I mean, I, we've argued about this for an hour already. I you will won't. never turn you around on this movie, even though it's... You won't. That's probably one of the best movies I saw. Like, Well, you should have I, said that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, look, fair. I didn't say it with my chest, I guess. <laughs> Nathan, what was the best movie you saw in 2023? Well, you go first. I just went. Okay. It's Creed. Sure you want to do that? No, not Creed 3. Okay. <laughs> okay. Creed. No, just Creed, just Creed One, first Creed, not, not Threed, but but Creed One, Creed One. Uh, right. yeah, it was a banger. It was I'd never seen was it. Huh? Was it? Yeah, you've never seen it. You can't I tell know. me it wasn't. Yeah, I know, but I have no intention on watching it. It looks boring to me. It's not boring though. It's like it's I don't know, man. There's something there's something about like little training montages. It it made me feel strong. I was sat on my sofa like. I could do this. I could never do this. You couldn't do that. I know. I the thing is, I don't care about Rocky. 
I've never cared about Rocky or his silly little robot or whatever. Like, I've got no time for any of this, all right? So a movie which is a spin-off of Rocky but doesn't even, like, isn't about Rocky, I'm like, why do I care? But that's that's the best thing. Rocky Rocky 1 is good, but then the rest of the Rockies I'm not a fan of. And Rocky got boring, and Sylvester Stallone is tough to watch him act sometimes, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. yeah it's just yeah. a lot of that. Yeah. Whereas, like, Michael hey, B. Jordan... Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to punch this beat. Yeah. <laughs> but Michael, Michael B. Jordan is a good character. He's a charismatic guy to follow. He's really good. He's, Michael he's fun. Michael B. acting. <laughs> Stop. You can't steal that. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> it's dreadful. <laughs> oh, God. All right, All right, so that's that's your best movie of the year, Creed. No, no that's a the movie best movie I watched this year. In, a movie that came out in 2015. Uh, Creed. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I'm glad you like it. I just, yeah, yeah. I just, I've never seen any of them, but I just, I just don't care. You keep trying to get me to do them for this podcast because I like, think you'd like them. They're just, they're but you with thought heart. I'd like After Sun as well. <laughs> yeah, but I've, I've learned since then that was clearly a misfire. I didn't realize <laughs> yeah. you weren't interested in art, Nathan. I thought. I I'm that... interested in good art, Lawrence. <laughs> I'm not interested in empty shit with no meaning. I don't like you, and I think the backstory of why the director <laughs> made that film would make you feel bad. Well, he should have told me that personally, shouldn't he? She. Wow, Nathan. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, I guess, yeah, that is actually <laughs> my bias for showing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I win! I'll own it, I'll own it. That was bad on my part. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right so lawrence it's time for my best movie that i watched in 2023 and you know what this is one of my favorite movies ever i'm afraid it might just be peak okay okay i'm afraid it is one of the greatest movies ever made every time i've watched it and i've seen it like five times or something now i just get so what a movie fucking... that was released this year you've seen five no, times no this is the best movie i watched in 2023 my apologies. Yes, okay. Um, and look, I, I get very excited every time I watch it. I get so amped and ready to fucking just, let's fucking go! It's it's great. It's perfect. It has not a single flaw in it, okay? It is, of course, Godzilla, king <laughs> of monsters. I'm afraid it is peak. It's the worst one of them. It's so good. It's amazing, Lawrence. You got oh. Godzilla, you got King Ghidorah, you got Mothra, you got a whole bunch of other titans coming to throw down. I love Godzilla. He's I a big, lo- spiky, angry, nuclear, radioactive alligator, and I just <laughs> want to give him a hug. And yeah, that would I hurt. Think, no, well, yeah, but like it'd be worth it. <laughs> you take the pain. You take the, the 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 almost for sure cancer that came with it. Yeah, yeah, he's worth it. Fair enough. It's the worst one of them, though. Like, how is it the worst one? It's so good. It almost—it almost feels like a like it all—it all—it feels spare, right? It feels like they made Godzilla. It doesn't. It does great. It's fuck. I don't understand the criticisms of the movie. It's genuinely incredible. I love it so much. And you know who agrees with me? A very intelligent man. He's guested on this podcast a number of times. Okay. Ben from Canada. He like okay. he loves he loves Godzilla v Kong, which I also like. He also oh shit, that's right. Yes, okay, but I'm sure he I also win likes again. This one. But I'm sure he also likes this one. 
There's, uh, right. Godzilla I, v Kong is also peak. I love that movie as well. It's just not quite as as good as as um, as King of the Monsters for me because that is look I, in terms of who am I sliding with in Godzilla versus Kong? It's always my boy Godzilla. All right. <laughs> Godzilla's my boy. I'm I Kong. Always, I'm Team I, Kong. Ah, he's, he's no source, man. He's no source. I don't Kong, like him. Kong has the far superior movie. <laughs> Kong Skull Island is a good movie, all right? It, no Kong Skull Island that. is better than Godzilla 2014. Lawrence, I remember together. taking you to go see that movie in 2016, 17, or whenever it came out, and yeah. you being like folding your arms and being like, "Well, that was terrible. I didn't enjoy that at all. That wasn't <laughs> real cinema." I wasn't even that bad in twenty sixteen. You was, you was pretty bad. You were folding your arms and you were like, you couldn't appreciate peak when you saw it, mate. <laughs> Stop saying this word. <laughs> no, I've been on Twitter. <laughs> I see. This. I learned a new word. <laughs> Godzilla Twitter, Nathan. Catch him on there. I am um, on Godzilla Twitter, and you know I love it. I'm enjoying Monarch. It's great. You should all watch it. And look, I love Godzilla. I want to give him a hug and a kiss. <laughs> like I said, definite cancer, but you think he's worth it. That's fine. Yeah. Nathan, let's talk about the next category, which is the best slash worst movie that was released in 2023. Okay, Lawrence, let's do that. Oh no! Why? <laughs> What's the laugh? <laughs> Shall I go first? Fuck it, I can tell you want to, so go on. Okay. Um, I'll go first with the, the worst movie that was released in 2023. This might not even be true, but I just put after sign again. Right, no, disqualified. That's 2022. Uh, okay. All right, but when was this UK release date? 2022. Are you sure? Almost certain. Let me find out. I'm racing to Google. Fact I need check you to be that. disqualified. As long as it has a 2023 release somewhere in the world, then I'm qualified. That's not fair. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Ha <laughs> 18th of November 2022 in the UK, and that is where you would have watched it. When did it come out on digital? Oh, well, no, we did it this year. We did it this year, but that doesn't... <laughs> we did yeah, a full but... Monty this year. Yeah, no, but, but what I'm saying is I would have watched it this year. You said... Like... No, release. This is the release category. Um, After Sun, uh, blah, blah, blah. 21st of October. I cannot see a single instance where After Summer's directed in. Uh, uh, it was out. later made available to stream on Mubi on 5th of January 2023. I'm counting that. That counts. I'm yes. counting it. You are. You haven't taken this seriously <laughs> and you're a bitch. I don't I'm like counting it. it and it was the worst movie that was released. It had a release in 2023. You cannot argue that like, it did not have a release in 2023. If you try to argue that in a court of law, you <laughs> will be laughed out the door, my friend. I'm okay? going to leave you with this. Nathan, Nathan thinks that a lot of film bros and a lot of film Twitter don't like it when people like a movie. But I would just say, you know, let the evidence speak for itself. Wait, a man what? bringing what? up... You, you always say... That when like the the reason you don't like film bro Twitter is because yeah, they're like you can't awful. enjoy this movie. Yes, because it's a hellscape and it's awful, and they keep telling me what to think, and I'll make up my own mind. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but this is it's over, it's almost been a year since we recorded that episode, and you're still like I don't like it. I'm gonna like say it. it's the worst movie on a technicality. Is it? We're doing our year in review. I'm not just bringing this up out of the blue. This didn't come out this year. It did. <laughs> Fuck, you know that that's a fuck it, you. It, 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 we just proved it. It had a release this year, so that counts, I reckon. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I don't like you, and I want you to take these categories more seriously. I was hoping to engage in a nice conversation. 
Well, that, that, we can engage in that. <laughs> no, I'm not engaging in this. After Sun Slander is over. Okay. Well, what was your worst movie that was released in 2023, Lawrence? Tell us all what you hated. The worst movie that was released in 2023 for me was Fast X. I just did that for fun. I haven't even seen it. It's... Right, Fast and Furious is good when it's dumb. I genuinely think those... Like, Fast and Furious 8 is incredible, right? Just because it's... Is it? Yes, man. Right, you cut... No, you have weird double standards. Because you're saying you love Godzilla and you can't handle the rock beating people up. I haven't seen most of these movies, to be completely honest with you. Is is Fast A the one where where Paul dies? No, that's seven. That's the big see you again seven. All right, that's the one that most people think is the best. Isn't that the big one that like, made the most money? It, yeah, it's it's the biggest one because that was the one that had the, the death controversy yeah. and how are they going to yeah. do this and all of this. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Um, but what, was think... what was the thing in A? Was that the, the submarine? Yeah, the eight was the submarine one. Okay. Yeah, the submarine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, like Fast and Furious is at its best when it is like big and dumb and loud and stupid, right? And they're yeah. doing ridiculous things in cars that shouldn't work in the way that they do. Yeah, this movie, it like it has that, but it's also like I've never seen a movie try and take itself so seriously while at the same time be like it. It had no idea what it was. Yeah, like and maybe there's. I'm biased as well because I, for some reason, I was I was convinced by family members to watch this in 4DX, and that just genuinely felt like someone was grabbing me by the shoulders and just punching me in the face over and over. You have done 4DX a surprisingly large number of times, as in more than once. I've done it and, twice this year. Oh yeah. Well, there you go. And like, I I cannot think of a worse way to watch a movie. Like, <laughs> I, hey, I can. Do you want to watch a movie and be on a roller coaster at the same time? <laughs> no, I don't. Go away. Stop Stop adding all these gimmicks to the cinema, all right? I don't need fucking 4DX. I don't mm. need Screen X. I don't need a fucking whatever the new one is. Oh, none of it. Get out of here. I don't want any of it. I just want to watch a movie, all right? What's the one with, like, three screens where it's got, like, the little walls? That's Screen X. Yeah, that's Screen X. That is the worst way to watch a movie. That is horrendous. horrendous. Yeah. yeah. You see, <laughs> hey, you see Jinx, that video? You a soda. No. Did you see that video where it's, like, it's the scene from The Flash where, like... <laughs> Where, where Supergirl appears for the first time and, and Batman's just on screen and he's like got his fist up but then the camera like pans away but then you have this like 2D like Batman.png <laughs> image just floating on the screen uh, it's so uh, bad I am um, the worst I was so annoying I was so frustrated with myself but I couldn't leave because it was the only ticket I found but I, I experienced Screen X for, like, the first time maybe, I think pretty much a year ago to, like, around about the day. Um, and it was it was Avatar The Way of Water. Oh, my God. That would have been awful. It was hot. I, I just obviously booked the ticket in a hurry. I got there, and I went, why are there shit on the walls? <laughs> was was this, this your first experience of Avatar as well? My first experience of Way of Water, yeah. It, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It was horrible. I went back, and I, had, I saw it in IMAX again because I was like, I, I need to. I, I, I enjoyed that movie and I want to watch it on a on an actual fucking screen and not someone's weird like what are those little gaming consoles that are handheld that have a flip out wall screen situation? Huh? Did the did the PS Vista have this? No, PS Vista was like a sort of like a DS kind of thing. Okay, well if you turn a DS on its side, yeah. <laughs> that works. Yeah, what yeah. would Oppenheimer be like in screen? 
I don't. I, I genuinely don't think Chris Nolan would let it happen. I think he would fist fight people. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Dreadful. But no. Yeah. I. I don't know. It, it, fucking Fast X 40X was terrible. It was just <laughs> genuinely awful. I, I. I pretty much hated every minute, and I turned around to um, uh, one of my father-in-law's like family friends, and he's like, he hadn't. I didn't. I don't think he had the greatest back at the time. And I just looked over at him, and he just looked like he was ready to shoot people. Like he, <laughs> he was like, "This is dreadful." What I just it's it's just gimmicks, isn't it? Mm. It's just shit gimmicks to try and raise the price of a ticket and to get more people in. It works though. It's... Kids love it. I oh, can't. If I'm watching a movie, the last thing I want to do is be fucking turning my head from side to side, <laughs> so I can see what shit is going on at the side which didn't make it into the fucking movie. Yeah. You know? Like, horrendous. I've always wondered, Uh, like, how they did it as well. Like, is it just more movie? Is it stretched out? Is it, like, the vibe of what's going on but blurred? Like, what is it? I don't know. Just excess movie. I've never seen one, and I never will. I refuse. That is fair. Nathan, what was your uh, best movie that released in 2023? My best movie that released in 2023, and I thought long and hard about this, and I went back and forth, and I had a, a debate with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it has to... And there were several different contenders, okay? But in terms of pound-for-pound pound enjoyment, enthusiasm, and a movie which I genuinely loved watching pretty much every single second of, it has to go to... Uh, Across, across the Spider Verse, yeah, it's across, yeah, across, across the Spider Verse, yeah, because peak, it was, it was great. It was. <laughs> Stop saying that word. <laughs> I'm down with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I've never it seen was... a man so aggressively try to not be thirty today, <laughs> Lawrence. Please, <laughs> uh, I, I enjoyed it. It was, it was great fun. I had a really good time with it. I obviously loved the first Spider Verse movie. Um, you know, it's, it's great beautiful animation the whole story about miles um refusing to fucking you know follow this crazy fucking rule and all this sort of stuff and 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 the way it, it all fucking comes together in the end and, and the, the cliffhanger and stuff I, it was amazing i had some like in the in the in the moment i was furious like when that super <laughs> yeah. continues came up i was like what no <laughs> i didn't know um and I, and I was angry, but it's, it's it's so good. I keep just going back and watching that whole just like the the sequence, like from when Miles like gets to like the the headquarters, the Spider Verse headquarters, to like yeah. his escape and everything like that. It's that whole sequence is just oh, it's so good. It's it's fucking incredible. I love it so much. Um, yeah, yeah, it's great stuff. For what you say for, like, minute-to-minute enjoyment, it is definitely up there. Like, it is... Yeah. I, I remember, like... I, I Genuinely, I haven't had this in so long. I watched the movie, and just the way they stylized the fucking Marvel... In association with Marvel Studios logo. Yeah. Usually like, the, the dreaded, like... Yeah, yeah, normally that's the thing you don't want to see. <laughs> yeah, like... Well, this one's not going to be it, is it? My, uh... My mo- <laughs> she, he was in the mother... Re- he was he was in the mother. He was in the Amazon with my mother researching spiders when she died or whatever. <laughs> oh, God, that line. <laughs> but yeah, no, just, just the way that that came up on the screen, I was like, oh, this movie's going to bang. This is really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, it is a banger. Um, you're going to make fun of mine. I am. 
<laughs> I don't even know what it is, but I'm sure that I am. <laughs> All right. This is a movie. What arty farty pretentious movie did you pick, Lauren? You saw it, so it can't be that arty farty. Otherwise, you'd straight up refuse it. No, I've seen some arty farties. I'll refer you to Afterson. Okay. So. <laughs> oh yeah, famously a movie that went down well for you. I haven't seen that many arty farty movies this year. Uh, I, actually, no, this probably isn't arty farty. It's more blockbuster. It's just made by someone that you probably oh, have. Oh, I know it. Okay, go on. Go on. <laughs> it's Oppenheimer, Nathan. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> it's a fucking banger of a movie. Big I saw that movie, movie four times in the cinema. That's too many. No, Get it's not enough. Get a grip. <laughs> How many times did you see Barbie? Uh, twice. Mm, wow. Well. Oh, I've seen it once at home, so technically I've seen it three times. No, but you can see it in the cinema. How many I, times I, I've you also seen Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer once yeah, at home. <laughs> exactly. So no one wins a point that round. Yes. Mate, it's a banger. This is what I'm... Pound for pound enjoyment, like you said. Right, it's, it's up too there. Long. It's too long. I don't think it is. I, I, we haven't done our episode on Oppenheimer, and maybe we'll do one next year. All right. But, okay. spoiler alert, I, I think you can cut an hour out of that movie. Yeah, but you're talking chronologically in the end hour, right? No, well, not necessarily. There'd be be stuff cut throughout it. That's the best hour. The last hour is the best hour. I I think it would be a better, more concise movie if it was solely about the Manhattan Project and then not all this weird... Yeah, but then it'd be called Big Bomb, wouldn't it? It wouldn't be called Oppenheimer. We'll call it it whatever you want. I don't care. But yeah, but now, like, now you're just saying it. I'd think it'd be better if it was a different thing that did something else. But I would. I, I do think you, that. That's not a valid think, criticism. No, it is. I think it's valid to, to say that it's bloated and that there's there's stuff in there which, to me, does not fit with the rest of the plot. I think you have in there a very good, very concise, great even movie with the development of the Manhattan Project and the bomb and all that sort of stuff. And you can... You can end it with the explosion and the, the speech he gives and all that sort of stuff. But then when we get into the like the fucking Senate hearings and oh, all the RDJ stuff. stuff, I'm like, look, I I enjoy Robert Downey Jr.'s performance. Okay, yeah. it's great. I just don't I don't need it. I I think it's just it's it's there because Nolan is like oh, I can get a good performance out of RDJ, and you can. No, right, Nolan true, doesn't write but... scripts based on what actors can do for it. Like... No, I know, I know. But it just, it doesn't feel necessary to me. It, I... it feels, in a movie which is very bloated, I feel like there is room for a lot of stuff there to go. I respect what you're saying. I think he always makes scripts the length they need to. Like, fucking Dunkirk is like 147 or something. What? Why is the script written in first person as well? Yeah, right. I don't understand what's he that. Doing? I will say what's that. He, what's he doing there, man? That seems weird. That's like, I'm, I'm no filmmaker, okay? But I know that's not how you write scripts. Okay? It, to be fair, that it, it, it seems harder to comprehend that way. It seems just, it seems like it's one of Nolan's just fucking weird for the sake of weird sort of shit. I mean, there's obviously a reason because he's never done it before and he's made a whole bunch of movies. So... He obviously found it helpful and go good good for him. It, I mean, the whole thing is very, like, it's supposed to be internal, isn't it? It's like his story and how he... I, look, we'll do an episode on it, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Otherwise, we're here forever. Um, have I have I asked you both of those? Are we moving on to the next category? So you like Oppenheimer. That's your, that's your official pick for best movie of 2023. Indeed it is. Okay, well, there you go. 
<laughs> that's, a, that's a tone like all oh, the streets will judge you for this. Yeah, well, you didn't pick Barbie. That's what I'm saying. I like Barbie. I love Barbie, in fact. What does Barbie... that say about Lawrence? That's all I'm saying. Um, anyway, um, and which one did you see first, Lawrence, out of Barbenheimer? I saw Oppenheimer first, I will there say. There you go. There you go. It, it, look, it was the way it planned out. I didn't even do the one-day event thing. I know you didn't, yeah. You was like, I'm not watching that silly little girl movie. <laughs> Nathan, the next category is a slightly weird one. It is the best surprise movie of 2023. There's, what there's does no- that mean, Lawrence? It means, Nathan, it was a movie you went in thinking you'd hate but loved, or it could be a movie you went in thinking you'd love but you hated it. Question, does it have to be a movie that came out in 2023, or... Can it be a movie that I watched in 2023? Came out in 2023. We've got to keep it relevant for the kids. Okay. Well, mine might be wrong. <laughs> Do you know what? Give me yours and then apply that rule moving forward. I'm not sure when this movie came out. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm I pretty sure if it wasn't this year, it was last year. Okay. A lot of technicalities coming from you this week. but it's Look, fine. I'm sure we can find a digital release or something. <laughs> this is not this a loophole that I'm going to keep accepting. <laughs> but, but to be fair, though, it doesn't say... You wrote you wrote this particular category, and it, and it just says best surprise movie of 2023. Yes. Now, to me, that could imply a movie that was watched or came out. It doesn't... It's not strictly... Um, what's, um, what's the title of this episode going to be, Nathan? 2023 year. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. So carry on. <laughs> but but it's a movie we watched and did an episode on this year as Fine. well, though. Fine. So I I I think it counts. Okay, and and it could be. I'm gonna look it up now. Actually, hold on. Um, let me just quickly look it up because all this could be a moot point. Oh fuck! It's 2022. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, but regardless, I'm I'm still I'm still going with it. Uh, it's Bullet Train. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah. I I thought I was going to hate Bullet Train because it seemed like one of your movies, like one of your like. <laughs> it also it doesn't. Have you watched the trailer for Bullet Train? Well, no, but I'd seen like clips on TikTok and stuff. Um, it doesn't look like so... one of my quote one of my which by the Just way stealth... I also take umbrage with. Well, the stuff I saw of it did, okay? The stuff I saw of it, it looked like just like shitty film bro, alpha male It could movies. Film bros hate this movie. It couldn't be further from the truth. I love it. It's great. I, I had a lot of fun with it. I, 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 said, I said during the, the episode we did that it's, uh, it's the greatest movie of all time. And, and it's, no, it's not, but it's good. It's very good, and I I had a lot of fun with it. And it for me, it was genuinely a massive surprise. I was going into it like, ah, oh, let's watch this piece of shit, then I see what happens. And then by the end, I was like, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> it's true. To be fair, I was <laughs> amazed at how much you enjoyed it. I didn't think you'd hate it, but like, mm. I don't know. You were on a war path at that part of the year. I think you didn't like anything I suggested to you. I, I you missed suggest- a few times for you. Because you suggest mostly shit, Lawrence. Um, but but no, that was that was a good one. Like more more stuff like that. I appreciate peak. Okay, but I want to I want to diversify. I want us to do more cool stuff that I like to. We can do more cool stuff, but the problem is though, you a lot it. of the stuff that you like is is boring. <laughs> it's just pretentious nonsense. It's just two men sitting at a desk or whatever talking about the meaning of life. Fuck off, I don't care. Go away. 
Fucking Willem Dafoe in the lighthouse or whatever. Get out of here. I don't care. Lighthouse is a great movie. I haven't seen it and I never will. I don't care. Oh, I'm fine. sure it's I'm sure it's good. I have no interest. I do not care. Alright? What is it about like cause it's not a genre. What is it about that type of film that you just It's like, the pretentiousness of it. But just, right, how is it pretentious to, to just like say something? Is it like it's not it's meaningful? Like there's stuff because behind it's, it. It's not necessarily the movie itself. It's more the people who watch it and enjoy it. Right, and, but that's and, not the movie. No, listen, no, I know, but I associate them together. It's it's the people who watch it and enjoy it and then say, these are the only valid forms of art. And any other form of art is not valid and not good and slop. And therefore, these are the only forms of art that should be made and no other forms of art should exist, which I take huge fucking umbrage with. Okay, but they're also like just holding while I pour. Okay, <laughs> I didn't realize I'd need as many drinks as I'd need this. <laughs> no, but right. I I genuinely think you'd enjoy a lot of these movies if you let go of your hatred for this community. Like, just fucking mute people on Twitter. Stop looking Bruh, at they're it. They're so annoying though. I yeah, can't. But, but it's not them. I want to talk to you about good fucking movies that I like. No, and, I, also... and I hate those people too. But then also I watch these movies and they're just I'm just filled with a sense of pretentiousness from them. Like that's after what some, you associate with them though. I do. Yeah, I can't help it. It's just I'm a very working class person, okay? I've grown up working class. I lived in a fucking council flat for like uh, a lot of my childhood, okay? Yeah. I'm a very working class person from the north of England, okay? Like I I appreciate a good a good critically acclaimed movie. I fucking I spent a lot of a, a large part of my fucking teen and young adult years like really being into like cinema and and you know like Oscar bait shit and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I just over the years I've just grown just tired of it and the, the but kind that's of not like... the movies that this is my beef like, no, this is my beef because i know that you'd like a lot of stuff that i could show after sun fine all right it was a miss for you that's whatever but there right. are so many things i could show you that i think you'd love but just because you see it like someone mention it in like contention for like a best actor or a best fucking actress or best cinematographer i'll or... watch a best actor or best actress movie like i'll watch those like i've got i've got no issue with that, but it's it's just the, it's just the way that people are like, like this is the only valid form of art, which really really pisses me off. I... Because art is for everyone, not a certain group of people. Okay, and yeah. everyone has different tastes, and art inherently is subjective. There is no objectivity in art. All right, it's no true, matter yeah. what you say. Okay, so. What maybe fucking and you and sure we can talk about the process and and the actual studios and all that kind of shit. There's a conversation to be had there. Yeah. But in in the when it comes to the actual end product, um, art is not subjective and it doesn't like deserve to be eradicated or whatever based on one person's view of it. No, m- movies are for people. If you like, people could watch the. F- I, I think the Flash is morally bankrupt, but people could finish a long shift, right? And if they want to put on the Flash. I don't fucking care. They can yeah. put on the flash. I don't give a fuck if they like it or not. I mean, like, it's bad, but they can. It, yeah, I mean, that is That's their choice to, to do it and to like it. <laughs> anyway, look, we're going to go <laughs> on to another spiel. Um, anyway, all that being said, and for Nathan telling me I love pretentious movies, um, my best surprise movie was the Super Mario Brothers. I haven't seen it. Do you know what? Right, I think mainly it comes out from, like, 
Wahoo, like, it's not Mario. It, it's finally Mario! <laughs> <laughs> no, right, fucking... Um, right, everyone said from get-go, like, I know it was a really funny joke, because you've got that guy that owns Nintendo being like, Chris Pratt, this guy is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was a bad announcement, and like, I don't know, it was funny casting, because it's just Chris Pratt playing Mario. It's Chris Pratt, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, went, I thought, though, fucking... You know, like when there were memes about like Chris Pratt playing Garfield, I thought that was genuinely a joke. So did I. And then the fucking trailer came out. And it's like Chris Pratt is Garfield. I was like, what? That was real, mate. This, that's the worst thing about it, though. He's bankable success right now. Like, a- as far as animated voice actors go, right? He's he's got a fucking stellar track record. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, it's, a, look, it's an L for the world. But Chris Pratt took dubs. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Um, no, I went into Super Mario Brothers like I. It was a cocktail of things I shouldn't have enjoyed, right? Because I'm, I'm <laughs> I prefer artier movies, as Nathan will laugh at, right? But I went into it. It was I'd I've never in like Mario wasn't something I grew up with. I have no nostalgia for Mario whatsoever. Like it's a me, Mario. Here true. we go. <laughs> you, you done? Dun, dun, I, I just dun, I went into it dun, just thinking dun, like dun, this is dun, nothing dun, for me. Dun, 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 Stop! And I'm scoring you. Oh, okay, thank you. Yeah, I went into it thinking this is just going to be like nothing that I'm interested in, and I just had a really fucking stupid good time. It was just one of the yeah. movies you can't. I think like you can dislike it if you like fucking look for holes in it, but it's it's yeah. it's inoffensive. It does nothing wrong. It's just a movie, and if you don't like it, that's fine. But you, could, I didn't walk away from it being like that was disgusting. Like it's it's a Mario movie for children, and I had a good time. I haven't seen it, um, and maybe I should watch it. I think maybe you'd I like it. To be it. fair, it, it's just light and breezy, and it's yeah. it's, it's fun. Yeah, uh, is there not something? Because I remember there was a conversation about like the casting of the movie, and it's like how like you know you got like Jack Black, Chris Pratt, um, Charlie Day, uh, all the Keegan or Peel, one of them. Um, as Mr. Mushroom Boy. Yeah. You know, you got, like, all these kind of, like, older male actors, older comedic male actors, and then you got Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach. Is there not something to be said, like, even in an animated movie, you still need the attractive young female surrounded by older men sort of thing? I mean, like, yeah, probably, but, like, if we're talking about movies on movie's sake and not, like, studio practices, because we can, like... There are some terrible yeah. studio... Pr- I mean, like, fucking... No, 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 across agree, the Spider-Verse, you loved, I loved. But it was fucking awful. Yeah, yeah, the working conditions... Yeah. Very, very unfortunate to hear all of that shit. And, it is. And uh, and I hope they take the time that they need for, for the, the next one. I hope they... I think they've unionized, which is fucking great stuff. Good. Do that. Yeah. Up the boys. But, like, I don't know. Maybe there's something to that. I do think there is absolutely a part of a studio agenda to get the attractive woman on the red carpets like yeah there is something to that but at the same time it's and like no discredit to you tell the joy she's a great actress yeah she's she's like... not there on that merit she's really yeah. good like yeah yeah I, I had a lot of fun time with her i print again princess peach is a character that means fucking nothing to me but yeah. done well like oh, there you go yeah um okay cool are we doing it the other way around i don't think so what do you mean uh, movies that we thought we'd love but hated no, I don't think so, because I no. haven't done that. I also haven't done it, so let's move okay, on. Okay, great. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah, Nathan, the best video game that you played this year. This can be... Oh, oh that... you missed one. 
Have I? Oh, I have. Yeah, you have, yeah. Nathan, the best telly show that you watched this year. The best TV show? We're doing worse first. Oh, yeah, all right. What's the worst one, then? we do worse first. Lawrence, I want you to go first. Okay, you're not going to like I went, it. I went first. Oh, no. I went first the last time. Oh, all right. What do you think it's going to be? And I'll tell you if you're right. It's going to be one or two things, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be the one that came out first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> it's The Mandalorian Season yeah, 3. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Fucking, look. Just look. If, if this is your jam, crack on. But, like... It's my jam. I love it. This is the thing, right? The Mandalorian, when it... Let me... I'll do a brief bit. Mandalorian, when it came out, like, it had fun. It was, like, the first... No, stop it. I can't think when you do this. (laughs) Although that is a banger. Yeah. I will say. Music didn't disappoint. Um, Right, when it first came out, it was, like, the volume. This amazing new tech. Lucasfilm has always been, like... Well, I guess now Disney, but Lucasfilm still has a branch. They've always been the pioneers of, like, new digital tech for filmmaking. And I was like, fuck yeah, that's cool. They hired um, Greg Frazier, who is just fucking incredible cinematographer. So it looked amazing. They like established some sort of like Western vibe and tone. It was sort. It was semi monster of the week, which was really interesting. It was about a character we'd never seen before, which is something that Star Wars fans clamor for, even though they are mostly wrong to do so. I think there are <laughs> like I plenty- think so too. Yeah, I think Star Wars is famously like the only franchise that get they get shit for actually including Star Wars characters in yeah. it, which is, it seems weird to me, but okay. <laughs> it, yeah, I think it's just because they like, they bring them, they bring them to like appear in certain things. And I like, yeah. I do think there is criticism where like certain characters are included, but not necessary, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's weird to watch a Star Wars thing and be like, oh fuck, <laughs> this is too much Star Wars. Like, what do you, what do you yeah. expect it to be? <laughs> Star Wars, man. Yeah. That's what it is. I also think that there are some people that like, <laughs> They they hate they hate watch stuff a lot and I'm like that's oh yeah that's yeah, conducive definitely. to no one like yeah great well done you've pissed yourself off and then pissed other people off by putting your opinion out but um yeah anyway so I loved Mando season one I genuinely thought it was like really fucking exciting stuff and then season two I enjoyed I think it's a pew uh, huh <laughs> just did a blaster sound effect <laughs> stop <laughs> season two pew. I enjoyed less. But like, still quite enjoyed it. I got a lot out of it. And then season three, it just it departed with anything I found interesting. Like it, it like I'm 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 being nice, but at the same time, you 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 slashed after sun. So I'm just gonna be brutal and say that it looked like shit. It the episode structuring was horrible and like incoherent. And I. I don't know, I've just felt like it, it dropped any sense of style for, like, what was easy to produce and make. And I understand they probably had some lockdown restrictions, but at the same time, like, a bunch of other stuff did, and it didn't look this fucking bad. And, I don't know, I, I, I didn't enjoy... What, it was a show, if we weren't doing an episode, I would have stopped after, like, the third episode. I don't care. <laughs> I, mean, I, I just i don't know i enjoy it i just is, is there not a part of it? like because i think what i said about the like lucasfilm pushing i know you fucking love this franchise and these characters like i get that and you've said it yourself you do have a bias towards them i do yes but like is there not a part of you that's like when lucasfilm stops pushing the needle forwards now under the arm of disney it's just like that's disappointing like they man the mando season one had so much going for it and it <sighs> I you see, I because I don't see it as them not pushing the needle forward. 
I just see them doing something different to what you wanted. Okay? Like, the, the stuff you wanted about the first season... Fair enough. I cannot argue. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the first season. I'm more invested. It's a really invested. good season of telly. It is a really good season of TV, but I'm more invested in the show as it's gone on because I I love the characters of Star Wars. I love yeah. how things connect together and stuff. So when it does all come together in this way, it's all about like the the greater fight of good versus evil rather than this like wolf and cub storyline sort of thing. That's That's the shit I enjoy. Star Wars is a is ultimately, you know, a big space fantasy about the fight of good versus evil, and that's yeah. why I like it. That's why I enjoy it. Um, and the like, and the Wolf of Cub storyline could have done that, I guess, but like, it it seems like kind of separate from that sort of thing. It doesn't necessarily seem mm. like I don't know. It's not that it doesn't seem like Star Wars, but it's just like like the stuff with season three is like it's more in line with what Star Wars is for me. You know? No, it, and that's completely fair. Like, I'm not saying that no one can enjoy it. I just, I don't know. From, I think that's a fair comment on like what I, I, I didn't get out what I loved. I, I just think it changed. It changed too much, and it did. I'll, I'll, I agree. Yeah, it, it has changed. It's just whether or not you like that change or not. You know, that, see that that's that's my like. And <clears throat> I, I know Andor Two is made by different. It's basically a whole other creative force. Like, it's Andor is great. I love Andor. Yeah. Okay. I, I said during our Andor review, it might be one of the greatest Star Wars things ever made. And I stand by that, because yeah. it is. It's genuinely fucking amazing from, like, a production value and a storyline perspective. And and I do agree it would be great if all Star Wars looked like that as well. And and yeah. I do think Mandalorian should take some cues from, from that kind of stuff. And I agree with you on that. But I don't think all of Star Wars should be Andor, because... No, there, there's absolutely... There does need to be room for some, like... Like, the original trilogy is silly as fuck. Right, it's very silly, yeah. yeah. And that there should be room for like playing stuff. And at the end of the day, it's important to remember like fucking getting new audiences. And, and Disney is very aware of this, but like getting new audiences is key for franchise surviving. But also, it's just cool to introduce them to like Star Wars and be like, this is a massive part of what people like in, yeah. in, in this in this fucking generation. So passing it on to younger people is always a good thing. And they don't want to watch children die on Andor. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, I don't know. For, for me, it was just like, I, I am not, and I, I think I found like a lot of the filmmaking kind of stuff that was, that stuff like that was apparent in Ahsoka as well. But, and I didn't have that strong of an opinion on so uh, on Ahsoka. I, I, I quite enjoyed it. Um, and the reason I don't think it mm. like tracked the same way that Mando three did for me was cause like, I've seen Mando do better, so I know it could be done. Like I'm, and I'm there. Like I just wish they kept up with that stuff. Yeah, I don't. There's, there's a, there is a part of me that thinks they got us with a good season, and then they were like, "Ah, fucking do whatever now." Like, and and for some people, like, I'm not trying to like discredit it at all, because for some people, like, they just loved what it did and what it said. And there's, and if I understood Star Wars more, there's probably a lot of stuff I didn't pick up on. Mm. Um, I don't know. Just for me personally, I was just a bit like, oh, this is not what i wanted out of this show and that's fine it, i guess it just didn't end up being for me yeah yeah anyway so, what did you hate uh i didn't really hate this but just in terms of everything i saw this year what i enjoyed the least uh secret invasion okay was, yeah yeah it was not great um <laughs> it wasn't dire terrible the worst thing ever like people make it out to be i think there was some highlights among it yeah. most of all the performance from ben mendelson 
the guy who plays the the villain Gravik, um, and he's also a Ken. I forget his name. Sorry. Um, oh, he's, and... he's 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 fun. That guy, isn't he? He is fun. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and Amelia Clark as well, uh, and Olivia Colman actually. Um, I, I, just, I just, it's lost in this strange storyline and and plot elements which don't really make sense and yeah and yeah it's it's just it's like it's not good really it's it's not good it's it's a it's a mess it's a big mess and yeah in terms of everything i watched this year definitely something i enjoyed the least it is like that's that's a massive shame is it considering like where marvel tv started like the first thing they banged out was wandavision still to this my favorite thing it's it's really good i I was thinking about i've been thinking about it like earlier just the the hype and the the speculation around wandavision it was was such a special time it was fucking wild i i love wandavision so much it's such a good show um that was like peak work from home watch it on your lunch break go on twitter for the rest of your work day and see what people are saying watch some recap videos like that was a great time and it isn't it fucking nuts how quickly they've just pissed everyone off yeah but we'll be saying that loki was this year was very good these are these are like really good these are like who who was who made loki season two i can't remember i don't know they plucked two directors from like some random other project that was like quite well known as well kate heron did season one i don't know who did season two though yeah i I love loki season two to be fair really it's it's really good yeah have you seen it all have i seen all loki season two Oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I, yeah. It took me a while, but I caught up with it because I had to make a video on it. So I was like, I, c- I can't ah. be spoiled by a fucking video essay. Yeah, no, it's really good. I really love the ending of it and like mm. what what happens to Loki and like his role now in the MCU and that sort of stuff. I, I think it's genuinely like one of the best things Marvel has done in in a little bit. It's, it's really fucking good. But they're at their strongest where they're just in their own corner doing something different. Like, and and are they. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to say this, but like, they made a person who is by all rights fucking horrible seem pretty okay. Like, yeah. I enjoyed that performance in the show, and like, and that's something to be said. I didn't enjoy that performance in uh, Ant Man. I, yeah, it's true. I, 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 I wondered why you were like. I was like, I also think Loki was a terrible person, but then no. Just Nathan. What, what are you talking about? Why is that no. a bad thing to say? Yeah, no, yeah. Look, I mean, look, fucking. For all of his flaws, of which he's been found guilty and does have extremely yes. many, and now he's been fired. So good, good, absolutely good. Yes. Move forward without him. Don't mention him or recast, and ev- everyone forget he was ever a part of it. Yeah, but like, you could still be a good actor, though, can't you? Like, no, he, ha- yeah, he had to yeah, be yeah, for no, the but, way he won everyone but, over in twenty twenty three. No, but like, I, I didn't enjoy his performance in Quantumania, though. Yeah, I thought he, I thought he was pretty bad in Quantumania, and I got, I that got was my a bad movie with Peyton Reed as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was not a great movie overall, okay. But yeah. like, I I really didn't enjoy what he was doing in that movie. But like, in his in his role as as Victor Timely and this um and the one who remains, it was it was it was really good. There was something about it which was which was quite earnest and enjoyable. I think it's also like I mean, he he is a talented actor, but there's there's a, there is an emphasis of like when you let a fucking actor act and like when you mm. highlight a performance rather than just be like. Here they are. They are on a green yeah. wall. There's shit behind them that you can't make out, yeah. and then they're just kind of shouting their lines at no one or a tennis ball at best. Like it's there's a difference. Yeah. There um, is. 
Yeah. Anyway, mm. fuck that guy. I'm glad he's fired. Um, yes. Indeed. Uh, Nathan, what was the best telly show that you watched this year? Uh, Lawrence, the best TV show I watched this year by a country mile. This I know, I know where a, this is going. I've just realized. This wasn't even a question for me. All right? <laughs> it was, we started off the year with peak and it hasn't gotten better since. Okay, Don't get me wrong. There have been some good TV shows, but none for me have matched the heights of The Last of Us. Okay. It was, it, oh, it was as someone who genuinely fucking adores both video games um and even has a tattoo from from one of them i it's as a franchise the last of us is very important to me and they fucking nailed it yeah they did such a great fucking job uh, and and that tv show it's it's so good it is i think there's like a testament to saying that like fucking i'd have been happy for a one-to-one adaptation because you made you made a pretty good point that i'd never considered which is like you're like people like your dad are never going to fucking play this game and it's and it's a great way for some people that like it's also an an accessible way for people that aren't able to play the game to experience this story which means a lot to a lot of people and it's you know just for people that aren't ever going to play a game because they don't fancy it they can watch it that way too and it's I, I would have been happy with a one-to-one adaptation, but the fact that they built on it and, like, mm. fucking Neil Druckmann and, um, I guess, Craig Mazin, by extension, like, they've had 10 years to assess that story and go, I'd have done that, tweak that, yeah. pick that out, maybe enhance that a bit. And they just, I don't know, Craig Mazin brought such a fucking freshness to it that it, it made me feel like I was watching it and, like, I'm seeing, like, Henry and Sam walk on the screen and I'm like, mm. I like these two cat. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, I know yeah. I shouldn't. I, I don't. I know. <laughs> you you know what's going to happen. You because you played the game. You're you're sensing the the dread and the trauma to come. But yeah. then, as if as if it wasn't already traumatic enough with what happens to Henry and Sam. Now they've cast the fucking cutest kid ever to play <laughs> Sam. Oh, and he's also deaf now as well. Yeah. So just an extra just kick in you, the teeth. Yeah, just make you fall in love with him even fucking more. And, <laughs> oh god uh no it, it was really great and the changes they made because there, there were some changes as always there should be in an adaptation um and if anything they just strengthened the story mm. really i i really loved it i'm very excited to see what happens uh i, I also like that it two. didn't waste our time either like it, it was no 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 yeah like 10 was it 10 or 9 i don't think it was that. i think it might be eight maybe oh, i can't remember i can't I, remember i don't know it, i don't think it was 10 it was definitely less than 10 yeah um but i fucking i love that they got in they told the story and they it felt like they were sitting with certain beats but then there were other times where it was just flying through and i was like i don't know how they've got this much mileage out of a story that is like you could probably beat the last of us in like 15 hours yeah and they somehow squeeze like eight to nine hours out of pure story and keep in mind the last of us half of that is shooting people (laughs) playing a game yeah Um, so i just i don't know they 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 yeah, I think as an as an adaptation goes, and they're like, I've seen people take off their rose tinted glasses about it and start as as people do. There's a revisionist history oh, of. of I I enjoyed this thing, but now that I've watched it back and found holes in it, I'm gonna. There's nine. That. There's nine. Okay, yeah. There's nine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there are people going back and being like, this could have been better. This could have like, uh, shut up. So fucking, yeah. it's a great season of TV, and I'm really excited. Um to see Pedro Pascal in every episode next season. 
I mean, you say you, you. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you make a fun joke, but hey, we don't know what's to come. It's true, uh, and you know, even if it is follows a similar point, you know, no spoilers, but like, at, at Joel appears in more than the first few hours of the game. That's true. Yeah. So, so could go, go either way. They could. Even, it could be stretched out as fun. No, it couldn't. <laughs> this game is massive. There's no way. No, but there's always room for like flashbacks and and stuff. And again, no spoilers. But there's you know, it's it's not a linear story. That's yeah. very true. Yeah, that is a good yeah. point. So, um, so yeah, my best show of. Uh, 2023. This was. Here we season. go. I wonder what this is gonna be. What do you What do you think is gonna be? I think it's gonna be your fucking billionaire Fox News show, which you love. It's actually not. Oh, is it not? Okay. No. See, I mean, season four of that did come out. It wrapped it up, and it was fucking incredible. <clears throat> but, um, I wanted to go for something like completely fresh that I didn't start. I I started and I watched the start of this show. Oh, I know I, what this is gonna be. Oh wait, no, because this might not actually be 2023. Anyway, go on. I just double-checked it. If it's the bear you're thinking of, you're correct. <laughs> okay, it was. Did that come out this year? Yeah, season two of it came out this year, yeah. Oh, uh, technically, okay. Not really. <laughs> Mando 3. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I look, it's fucking just a really, really good show. I like, I don't know, the way I can describe it is it's, 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 it's almost like a more serious ted lasso for sad people like it's it's just a guy who is like good at what he does coming into a new environment and completely changing everything about it to work as like a a better oiled more efficient machine but at the same time realizing that he has stuff to learn from another crowd of people as well and it's like it's i don't know there's there's parts of it like it, it tugs on heartstrings it has some fucking incredible performances like there's a Taylor Swift needle drop in the second season that genuinely made me just sit up in my chair and I and I act to myself I just went fuck yeah this is cool. There is a I haven't seen, I've seen a little bit of the bear um, and I to be fair I couldn't get into it. It wasn't for me. It but, is a very on, different on, pilot. But I haven't even seen the pilot. Um but um there was one line which made me laugh which is the character of cousin and I think he's talking to his daughter and he says like <laughs> And he was it's like, you say something like, oh, and daddy loves Taylor Swift too. He just needs a break. Or <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is very funny. Would you, would you what's believe? The, what's the needle drop though? What's the song? Uh, it Love Story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good one. Um, that, funnily enough, that, because obviously I said I got up and got excited about that moment. That line comes back to possibly bring the most emotional moment of TV I've seen in a while. Like, oh, really? yeah, that character in itself, mm-hmm. like, Oh, oh boy! I like I genuinely I think if I know it's like it's a bit of a weird one to start. I wasn't sure in it for the first couple of episodes, but like it really grew on me and I really got into it. And it's just oh, I don't know, so good. And it also it's like it's one of them shows where you're watching it and then all of a sudden there's characters you hear about for like a season, and then in season mm. two you finally see that character on screen. And you're like, that's fucking that's fucking that person. And like, yeah. and it's weird to just think back and be like, hang on, John Bernthal's been this guy's brother the whole time. Oh, fucking Jillian uh, Jacobs has been this character. Him? Yeah, he's. I mean, he's. I don't want to spoil the hook. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> no, but for anyone else. Oh, fair, fair, fair. Um, but yeah, no, great show. Um, good stuff. Good time. <laughs> Is John Burnfall the bear? No, I, I would... there's three people that could be considered the bear. Oh, Is there not an actual bear? I mean, that it's 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 
centered around three siblings and their name is their surname is Bezotto. But imagine I said that with a cool Chicago voice rather than my English voice. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, uh, should we move on to the next uh category? Yes, Lawrence, this is uh the real video game awards game of the year. This is best or worst or both best slash worst video game you played. Lawrence, hit me with your worst video game of 2023. Modern Warfare 3. <laughs> yes! God fucking I've, damn it! I've been making fun of you this week. I asked you yesterday if you'd bought Modern Warfare 3. And to my disappointment, <laughs> you said yes. What do you mean to your disappointment? Eight... You were overjoyed that you got to laugh No, no, dis- disappointed in you for making such a <laughs> reckless decision. Because... It's 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 nothing, isn't it? It's just it's not even a campaign at this point. It's just like an update to Warzone, which is free anyway. Like yeah, like, and the fact that they're ch- still charging fucking eighty quid for it. Yeah, it's true. Hang on, Drek, mate. Yeah, look, it fucking sucked. I'm a massive fan of the original. Like, I have so much love and nostalgia in my childhood for like playing the original Modern Warfare trilogy. Like what kind of a name is soap anyway? But, right, it's so it's like mm. if you and I know the campaigns are short and I know that people have their like beef with Call of Duty, but this is when they were genuinely this is when they were like pumping out hits. This was the peak mm. era of Call of Duty where they were just like, I'm afraid it might be peak. I'm afraid it might be. It was, <laughs> I guess. Um, that, no, I I do love that that Modern Warfare trilogy, mm. that original Modern Warfare trilogy. It, it's, it's like playing a blockbuster movie. The fact that they still haven't remastered Modern Warfare 3, and they might never, is truly heartbreaking. I will kill myself. (laughs) I have the set. (laughs) And unless I just get into PC gaming and buy it off Steam for $5.99... Then you need a PC. Exactly, I can't play that off my Mac. (laughs) Oh, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I don't know, man. Look, look, I don't know, it was just... It feels like the last hurrah of a dying franchise desperate to get them. And it fucking worked because they include clever little things that are going to pull on my like love of the original trilogy. They brought back, for the multiplayer, they brought back all of the Modern Warfare 2 games. When they remastered the original Modern Warfare 2 mm-hmm. a couple of years back, they didn't include yeah. a multiplayer. So it's always yeah. been something that like I'd love to play those games. I'd love to play in those maps again. <clears throat> yeah. And they, they bring these little hooks in. Right, and I'm, all the way. By the way, when I say all of this about Call of Duty, I've never played Warzone. I played Warzone once and went, I fucking hate this. I played Warzone a few times. It's we're more Fortnite. We like Fortnite. Yeah, it, Warzone is like Fortnite if you're just fucking love Monster Energy and and like have no time to do anything else. <laughs> Like no, but it is though, isn't it? Because you just we used to hate Fortnite though. We used to talk about Fortnite like. And to be fair, we'd never played it. Yeah, I mean, and that's about, why, Nathan. We, we, we talked about Fortnite, oh, kids on Fortnite. And then we played it, and we're like, oh, this is actually quite fun. It's really good. And then we got really into it. <laughs> we, played, we played a few games tonight. We got a dub tonight. We got we a dub. Right. <laughs> it was good. We had fun. <laughs> we, we hit them with the Gangnam style when we won. <laughs> we, did. we hit them with the emote. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> But no, look, it's uh, when I'm talking about Call of Duty, I'm only talking about the campaign stuff, really. Um, mm. So yeah, this was just a, this. This felt like a wet fart. This just felt like a game yeah. that they released. And didn't, this, didn't like the last one just come out last year? Yeah, as well. And this concerned me, not yeah. enough to stop me buying it, <laughs> but it concerned me. 
Um, yeah. And also, that's the other thing as well. This is like mm-hmm. the, the, the first Modern Warfare of the new part. Modern Warfare 1 2019. Yeah. Genuinely really good game. Really I enjoyed it. That's the only one I played of the new ones. And yeah. It was fine, I think. And yeah, and it's it, I, I liked it. I thought mm-hmm. it was a good, like, it, it brought back the whole, like, <clears throat> fighting against, like, modern terrorist threats. Yeah. Like, it did that really well. There's a mission where you're in a townhouse in London and you're just sweeping the racism. rooms. Yeah. You love the racism, don't you? <laughs> yes, Nathan. Famously, I love that part. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, there's, it, it's, it, it, brought, it brought it back and I was like, do you know what? I wasn't a big fan of them reimagining these characters, but if they're going to do it in a way that's cool, then cool. Yeah. I'm on board with it. Then the second one came out. It was mostly bad, but had a few good missions. I was like, oh, hopefully it was just a stinker. And yeah. then, like, like what felt like the next month, they were like, "Here's Modern Warfare Free as shit." By the way, fucking give us money. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it it feels like really just a quick wrap up, but yeah. then also a way to be like, "Hey, everyone, play Warzone and give us more money." Yeah, they probably saw a downwards trend in Warzone and then went, "Here's some more guns." Yeah, money, please. Yeah. You see some guy at the um, some guy at the Game Awards. I don't know who he was, um, but. Some guy at the Game Awards did an acceptance speech, and he was like, "I promise my speech won't. <laughs> my my speech oh, will probably be longer yeah. than Modern Warfare 3's campaign." He's uh, he's the voice of Kratos. Oh. Got a war guy. Yeah, there you go. Loved it. Yeah. Um, Nathan, what was the worst game you played? Uh, I actually don't have one. Um, I, all I was bangers. Of, no, yeah, no, no, no. But I was thinking of all the games that I played this year, and I genuinely don't think there's one that I just didn't enjoy. Mm. So. I, I think it would be wrong for me to to pick a worse game because like everything I've played, I've I've enjoyed on some level. At no point have I been playing a game this year where I've been like, "Oh, this is fucking awful," because I just wouldn't play it. <laughs> so, like, it takes a lot for you to not play a game as well. It Once does. you've started, fuck, it you're does. on that like, train. I'm a, yeah. I'm a completionist, like through and through. Really, I'm I'm all about getting that platinum and doing fucking everything. Um, so, so I like really enjoy like diving into video games, and and I've not played many games this year, to be honest. What's come I've, out? Like, AC Mirage, Spider Man Two, Mirage, Spider Man Two, um, Baldur's Gate may, Three is a big one. Baldur's Gate Three, it. I've never played it. I might check it out because I hear good things. Um, but but yeah, to be honest, I've not even checked out many new games this year. Jedi Survivor, which I enjoyed quite oh, a lot that's as true. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But but yeah, so in terms of games that I I didn't enjoy playing, I can't really pick one. But I will shuffle ahead and go to my best game. Okay, um, <laughs> let's talk about Spider Man. Yes, let's talk about Spider Man Two. Okay. We'll, do, we'll do both of us here. <laughs> Are you the same? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Man. <laughs> How could you not great. be? I love it. I know, and I refuse to be part of this revisionist history. I see you Twitter. This fucking. <laughs> biggest disappointment actually and like no i had a great time playing it i've it yeah. was fun from fucking start to finish um i, I fucking loved uh the storyline i loved the way the f- the progression from the first game and how much the mechanics have evolved and all that kind of stuff and it's it's so good i loved it so much man yeah i mean we loved it enough to do like almost like two and a half hours on it exactly week, so yeah. <laughs> yeah it was i i'm happy that like I even in that episode, like I was aware enough of the game to be like, here's some criticisms. So anything I've said bad about it, yeah. I said from day one, and I, but I still, he still, I really enjoyed AC Mirage, but like it's still game of the year for me. I really enjoyed oh, it. Oh yeah, 
Um, and also, I should say that like I see people that are like the game game of the year. It didn't get game of the year. Game of the year is washed. This shit mid all of this stuff on Twitter is like no. I, I I don't play many games. This was a really good game that I played. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like. It, who cares if it didn't get game of the year? And, it like, doesn't mean anything. It really does not mean anything at all. Like, I, I I love it. Like I like to see people recognised for their stuff. But like last year, yeah. there was um, I, it was like an instance where um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis won a supporting actress Oscar over like some other supporting. Oh for, no, but she won it is because she won it for everything everywhere, which was yeah, like what <laughs> just just crazy for her Insane. to be the one that won it from that yeah, movie yeah. exactly like of, out of all the performances in that movie she was the one who and yeah. i'm sure like other people want to stuff as well but like i don't know there was Odd. for me there was two people that should have got it like i would have been happy with two people getting it and like if it was going to go to everything everywhere it should have been stephanie shu like it just should have been yeah um but yeah but this is what i'm saying about awards right like the fact that stephanie shu didn't win it like yeah. I, when I watch everything every all at once, she she didn't disappear from the movie. <clears throat> like yeah, it would have been great if she was recognised for like incredible work. But at the same time, like she's in a movie that won Best Picture, and I'm pretty sure it's one of her like first professional credits, like yeah. or big hitters. So like, it's fine. <laughs> I think the tr- I think the trouble with award shows is there's too much stuff these days. What, what do you because, mean? Like too much stuff to choose from? Yes, because like people like get very passionate about the stuff that they enjoy mm. like the shows and the movies and the video games and stuff that they enjoy okay and it's it's particularly evident with tv shows because when it comes to like emmys and golden globes and yeah. baftas and all that kind of shit you'll always find outrage no matter what yeah. you'll always find outrage because like again people are very passionate about the shows that they enjoy and they should be that's absolutely great but there's so much fucking TV these days. Yeah. There is like so and so much like premium good TV as well. The needle, like, the needle's moved, doesn't it? Like most, it, they're yeah, trying to push fucking, for that. It's impossible to keep up and watch it all. So when you say like people have been like fucking robbed, how dare they not even like? There's, it's just it's such a fucking stacked landscape. Like yeah. things are gonna be fucking left out in the dark, and and you know. When it comes down to it, it may be that this was better. It's just that, unfortunately, not enough people saw it as opposed to this and that kind of thing. And yeah. it's like, it's not some big conspiracy theory. It's just, unfortunately, there's just so much shit at the moment, really. Also, there's like, it comes down to like subjective opinion, right? Because, like, of course, yeah. There's, there is like, and, and this is not me trying to bring it up as, as like an argument or a joke or anything, but like, you hated After Sun and I loved it. Awful. And if, but if we were both on the Academy, yeah <laughs> then we've got two different votes like it it means different things to different people around. yeah shut up yeah it's bad <laughs> yeah. Fuck, um, i even came to that in good faith and you can't extend that fuck you <laughs> no but spider-man 2 is it's great i enjoyed it so much obviously go back and listen to that episode if you want to hear more in-depth thoughts but yeah such a fucking good game still and i still every now and then i'll just I'm waiting for New Game Plus, but I'll still just load it up and just like swing around the city for a little while because mm. it's just it's so much fun. It's it's great. I really, really want New is. Game Plus to come out. Like, yeah, me too. I'm, I'm holding out for that New Game Plus. Yeah, one. I considered like maybe playing it again like about two weeks ago, and then I was just like, I'm just gonna hold off because I'd much rather yeah. just do this. Yeah, like when I want to do it. <laughs> like, yeah, with my stuff. Um, did we? Anything else to talk about? Yeah, we've done worst as well. The we? video yeah. games, yeah, we'll move on. We'll yeah. move on. Uh, Nathan, mm. what is the best and... Well, I'm not going to do a worst because I feel like we'd just be taking... I'll shot. go a worst. 
Is it mine? I've got a worse. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All right, fine. I won't do a worse because I don't feel like taking shots. At, like we're that's a small fine. podcast. I don't want to take shots at a big hitter or someone that's basically just like us. You said you was going to do Joe Rogan. All right, fine. My work, but, but, that, but no, but that implies I've listened to it and I haven't. Lawrence is biggest fan of. I hate the Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan experience. I've never listened to an episode. I, I, um, the only stuff I've heard from it is like stuff that comes up on Twitter, and I'm like, this fucking yeah. egg is just a moron. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we're doing best slash worst podcast we listened to this year. Yes. Yes? Okay. Uh, and I'll go first with my worst? Yeah, go on, go on. Fucking... Uh, okay. I should make a drink. <laughs> so the worst podcast I listened to this year, Lawrence, it's called Mate Sense. There we go. <laughs> I don't think I've ever plugged it on this, so I mean... I don't think go, you have, no. Go to ahead. Be honest, to be honest, this is just a fun little joke. So I can so talk about your podcast. I feel like you've um, listened to it. You, you've texted me about certain things. Yeah, no, I enjoy it. It's 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 fun to be honest. Like I said, this isn't don't don't get your panties in a twist. All right, it's a you're putting joke. it in the worst podcast you've listened yeah, to. Yeah, but it's just a little joke, isn't it? <laughs> Amongst mates, yes, fair enough. <laughs> um, you you have a third podcast that you do. You betrayed me and you stabbed <laughs> a knife through my back. Yes, <laughs> you did a podcast without me. Uh, with with your friend Joe, who's also one of your best men at your wedding. It it's was, true, it was yeah. me, it was Joe, and it was your brother. Yeah, it's, it's not some other guy I've just got off the street. <laughs> I don't I don't dislike <laughs> podcasting with you that much. <laughs> no, no. And Joe appeared on our podcast. He appeared on this podcast way back in the day. Like in, oh, way back. Like yeah. one of the first episodes he appeared on. Um, we, let, uh, we let him on with a phone audio, so that's how you know. Yeah. Now yeah. they don't cut it these days. Not at all. Not at all. Um but yeah, just you and him talking about fucking nothing. I think I you rinse it, but I think the premise is quite fun. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna sit here and just fucking blow smoke up my own ass. So if you've got nothing nice to say then we're moving on. It's it's it can be fun. The problem, the problem I've told you this before. Yeah. But the problem I have with it is you both speak with such confidence about things you are very wrong about. Yeah. And it's so annoying. Yeah. You you have a special place for being like we've said this before on this show as well, but like you, you even if it's like even if I trip up on a word, you're like it yeah. was this, it was this, by the way. Yeah. And you will not let me move on until I've corrected it. That's that's exclusively with you, by the way. I'm not like that with anyone else. Oh, it's just oh I'm glad it's reserved for me. That's kind. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I have never been invited on to make sense. So. <laughs> Joe hasn't been on this one in fucking two years. But has he been on it? Fine. <laughs> there you go. Fine. And yet I am left out in the cold. <laughs> Nathan, what was the best podcast you listened to this year? Well, what was yours? I just did mine. Um, oh, I'm, I'm going to break the rules, but you had a free one earlier that came out in 2022 as well. Um, well, did they release an episode in 2023? Oh, I'm, I was going to name a specific episode. Oh, I've, no, I've, I haven't done that. I've just oh, okay. Podcasts as whole. Uh, it's, it's Do Go On. Okay. We've we've mentioned them quite a lot uh, in the last yeah, couple of weeks. Yeah, that's Do Go On. They, they, yeah, they're genuinely just like just a really good group they've got a great yes. dynamic um what is do go on Lawrence? for people who may not know do go on is like a educational slash somewhat historical um slash kind comedy. of slash comedy podcast where basically three comedians from australia they get in the room and each week they kind of pull a topic out of a hat and one of them goes away researches it and then essentially tries to get through like a an almost like an essay type report yes um, 
like a like a class report mm. on this thing while the other two just <laughs> berate them and interrupt <laughs> yeah. and make jokes um yeah They've they've done loads mm. like there's there's fucking genuinely some banger episodes the 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 killer Over ones four hundred episodes at this point yeah, yeah exactly and the like the killer ones are always good <clears throat> they've got like mm. um a couple on like big historical events like there there's a great one they have on um the assassination of JFK which is possibly yeah. like it doesn't sound it but possibly one of the funniest couple of hours of podcasting I've heard yeah um, uh, James your boss and guest on this podcast did one does. about star wars mason has done a so few. i guess you could say we're in the same caliber we've had james yeah, on yeah. as well so yeah it'll only be a maritime before we get some of the guys from there on this podcast <laughs> that's true we're coming for you in the dms <laughs> um no just genuinely great stuff i i always like it when i'm not gonna say who but like yeah i i have a favorite reporter they're all great dave <laughs> it's dave yeah all right fine. he knows it he knows he's great at it um, but like when I've met I... Dave, I've met them all. I've met them all. I met them in London. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to a, one of Matt's comedy shows when he was there. Oh goddamn! It was all there. Yeah. Fuck. Um, yeah, no. It, it, I always get a little thrill when I like. I, I think I sent you a meme a while ago. It's like, do go on releases a new episode, and it's like yeah. a man enjoying himself. Do do go on are doing an episode about something that you really are interested in. And then it just at the end is like, and Dave's reporting it. And like, it's just like melt your brain levels of euphoria. <laughs> What's the specific episode though that's, that's got you pumped here? The, the reason, so I, they're all great, but this one's a bit different. This was a live special they did and they did it on the yeah. Star Wars holiday special. Okay. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it, I liked it at first, I don't know, I, I have a, if something breaks a format, I get a bit like, I don't know, a bit weird about it. I'm like, oh, that's not what it's normally like. Um, yeah. And, they it was a live show and i was like oh maybe uh, maybe i'll like like go past this one um and then i just listened to it all and it's it's, i don't know it it adds to the experience just hearing the audience just i mean they're comedians they they do crowd work and they're all really good at it so (laughs) this is their job they know what they're doing yeah exactly (laughs) yeah yeah no and and you've seen the star wars holiday special because i i made you watch it for an episode of this podcast which never got released because (laughs) we lost it and to this day, one of the most painful experiences of my life was watching that. Uh, it genuinely hurts, and like the yeah. fact that we did it for nothing. Yeah. Like if you had told me that, like if you had told me you lost it on the same day, because I think the fi- I think you had the file and then it corrupted or something, right? Like it. I can't remember exactly what happened, but I know I know I found up. out the next day that it wouldn't be coming out. Yeah. But if you had told me like five minutes after we recorded it, I think I would have put my head through a wall, like. That was hard to watch. Yeah, but um, you lost the Last of Us episode, so that's true. I did. Yeah, that was a yeah. that was a war that, crime on my part. In that fairness. was a war crime, that was and a it was such episode. a good episode as well. It was such a good episode. We, I, I even cried during it. Yeah, <laughs> it was genuinely a very good. Episode. We we like it, it. May sound like we're just being silly now to be like it was an amazing episode you'll never hear, but we were both firing on. Like I don't blow smoke yeah. up our asses often, but like we were firing on all fucking cylinders. And then you fucking lost it. Do you know, like, I tried, like, eight file recovery softwares. Like, I probably gave myself a virus trying to get that file back. Mm. And I could never. Anyway, what was your favorite podcast this year? Mish and Zach's Leguazama Rama. <laughs> you told also... me about this. Uh, this is also a podcast from Australia. Uh, from a group of comedians. Uh, well, from two comedians. Uh, Mish Witchrup and Zachary Ruane. Uh, Zach, a member of Auntie Donna. 
Uh, but they have a podcast they do where they, because they love character actor John Leguizamo, they have decided to do a podcast where they just go through his entire filmography. Uh, they'll watch something at random, um, one of his movies, one of his TV shows, or even like an interview he did for five minutes on like the Kelly Clarkson show, or whatever. They'll watch it and they'll talk about it. But the thing I enjoy most about it is like it's mostly just Mish and Zach, just like who are two very good mates, just talking shit to each other. Like <laughs> the the podcast itself, like they don't actually start talking about the actual thing until like usually like half an hour to forty five minutes into the podcast. Jesus, because God. they're just having fun talking about like one pot pasta or whatever the fuck's going on in their lives and stuff. And it's, it's very fun. Um, I enjoy it a lot. It's, it's a very funny podcast. I, I, I binged it all this year. Um, yeah. and not caught up. So I'm at the, I'm at the weekly drop, but it's, it's great. And I'm, I enjoy it quite a lot. It's, it's genuinely a hilarious podcast. I love the fact that they're like, it's so anti new <laughs> listener. Like it sounds like the most ex- like niche thing like if it was me and i didn't know the context behind (laughs) it and who those people were i'd be like Mm. well that's just not for me like i'm not a fan of john leguizamo in that level like but yeah why are you not a fan of john no i like him but not enough to listen to like two hours on him a week (laughs) no he's great he is great Um, i like an hour at most oh okay fair enough then yeah shorter boys No, that does, yeah. that does. I think you've told me about that before, and just the the, the idea of it just, uh, just brought me to a stop. And I was like, well, "Hang on, what?" He's great. He's, he's genuinely hilarious. It's a really good podcast. Yeah, I would recommend it. Um, yeah, cool, Nathan. Uh, what was your favorite cinema experience of the year? What does that mean, Lawrence? That means a movie that you watched in the cinema this year. And I'm not going to limit it to releases. You may have watched a re-release of something. I didn't. Uh, oh, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> um, that it's not. I didn't either. That's a stipulation for no one. Um, but yeah, basically, just what was? We'll do the worst. What was the shittest fucking cinema experience you had? This is not a comment on the movie. Okay. Okay. Because I enjoyed the movie. We're talking okay. strictly what the experience strictly of watching the was. cinematic experience, the the experience of being in the cinema watching the movie. Okay. Cocaine Bear. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 We liked Cocaine Bear. We liked. I liked Cocaine Bear a lot. I think it was a good movie. The TikTok guy was in it. He was. He was doing a good job. <laughs> I love was, that guy. Was, I love that guy too. He does good TikTok. Then die. <laughs> then <Dun>. die. <laughs> he does good stuff. Um, but I, I, I enjoyed the movie. I think. I think the movie was great. It was good fun. Whatever. But the fucking the, the and this was the first time I'd been to the cinema in probably about a year. When I went to watch this movie, okay, yeah, um, I fucking I hate it, and I was just reminded <laughs> of why I just don't go to the cinema. Oh, I remember anymore. in the episode you went on because a big rant about like I did. Yeah, I was, I was right. Just, like I, I, I am absolutely not one of these people who was like, oh, the younger generation, they're all fucking, they're not as good as our generation, and they're all, they don't know what they're doing, and blah 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 blah, and shitting on the new generation for whatever. But I think there is something to be said <laughs> about the fact that etiquette in the cinema, particularly amongst younger people, has been lost. Yes. And it's really fucking annoying, okay? <laughs> people are just openly talking, they're on their phones, they're doing whatever, and it's just, it's so 
fucking frustrating. <laughs> there is an etiquette and a and a guidelines that you need to follow in the cinema. Yeah. Because otherwise, what are we fucking doing here, mate? Like, I, I'm here to watch a movie, not listen to your fucking TikToks playing in the background. Why are you here? Yeah, yeah, what are you doing? Cinema isn't cheap these days. It's expensive, man. Like, why are you here just to fucking watch TikToks on your phone? It's so frustrating. I I fucking hated being in that cinema. I enjoyed the movie, but just fucking being in that cinema was so frustrating. Yeah, I'm my job now. I'm so fortunate because I will go to the cinema at nine in the morning. Mm. just to ensure that like fucking next to no one is there and if anyone is there they're also there at nine in the morning so they're taking shit seriously (laughs) yeah um yeah no i'm like i fucking can't stand it like i'm like phone like off or the minimum airplane mode oh at least silent man come on oh yeah yeah yeah. what are you doing i mean mine's on silent like 24 7 but like i take my apple watch off and i face it down i'm like if i've got shit blowing up on my wrist do you want to put it in theatre mode? I'll be honest. I do not use my Apple devices to their full capacity. I did not know that was a thing. <laughs> so, uh, I always put my Apple Watch in theatre mode. Yeah, if you like, if you do the swipe down on the Apple Watch, there'll be a thing that just looks like theatre masks. And if you just tap that, it's in theatre mode. So then the screen is permanently dark. And like whenever you get a notification, it'll just like it'll vibrate, but it won't light up. Oh, so. okay. That's pretty good. Yeah, so do that. Do I, that. I will do that from the future. Yeah, it makes more sense than taking it off and putting it <laughs> face down in a fucking horrible cup. Yeah, thing. yeah exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, I've already spoken about I won't go into mine. Mine was Fast X. Just terrible 4DX time. Gave me a fucking yeah. headache. Um, yeah. And a bad movie. So it's just a cocktail bad of three movie. terrible fucking experiences. Well, there you go. There you go. Best cinema experience, Lawrence. I will give a shout out. And um, this was... Um, I, I think there was something to be said about most people who were there to watch this movie were there because they enjoy movies, okay? Yeah. They were they were there for the love of cinema, okay? Okay, where's this going? Oppenheimer. Okay, all right. I thought you yeah. were winding me up for a big old no, joke. No, no, Genu- Genuinely, I've, I've really got experience. And you know me, I'm not one who's like, you know, you need to see this in a cinema because like, mm. I'll watch anything at home. Like, I'll, yeah, I, yeah. If, if, if I can watch it at home, I will. We got, like, we got good TV, good sound system. Best believe I'm taking the home while option experience. Okay. Yeah. But I open. I there's something about Oppenheimer and particularly the sound design and and mm. the the use of the the surround sound and the speakers and everything like that. It would have been a lesser experience had I watched it at home. Like the. The the bomb sequence and then particularly the sequence afterwards where he's delivering the speech and there's all this kind of like PTSD shit going on. Yeah. Like it, it's such a harrowing experience in the movie, it wouldn't have been the same effect at all. And it was like it 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 was almost deaf. I got several alerts on my Apple Watch. You know when you get the <laughs> too loud, you're in a too loud environment on your watch. Yeah. I got several alerts during that movie. <laughs> And 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 it's for the bear. It is it yeah. is almost deafening at certain points, but it it genuinely is like such a good experience. And I and you know I, I give Nolan a lot of shit, but you know fair play to the guy. He he did a good job, and I give him a lot of shit on his sound mixing in particular. Yeah, as I say, for a man that yeah. I've had, like my I love Nolan. Right? I think he's a great director, but like my not me. If I. 
<laughs> if, I, if I have any beef with Nolan, it's just that the man can't mix sound. And I, but there are people out there like, this yeah. is an intentional choice. I'm like, yeah, but it sucks. Well, then that's bad. Yeah, it, it's an annoying intentional choice. And yeah. I wish he'd stop doing it because watching his movies at home is hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, for a man, it's crazy that like sound was one of the things that like pretty much most people universally, even if they don't like the movie, they're like, big bomb. Big bomb, big big bomb, big <laughs> big bomb, go bang. <laughs> good. Um, yeah, no, I, that, I yeah. and I like I fucking I, I sat uh, like center screen in an IMAX to watch that, and I was like, mm. this is yeah, like you say, it's just fucking harrowing. It's just I wasn't even things. IMAX; I was just in a normal screen, and it was still fucking incredible. It's those speakers. So, you, I think you yeah. just need. I, I obviously like I've watched it at home, and it's great at home. It's still good. Yeah, but like. It, for the first time, I think to like get the full effect of it, you just need to. That that is one of the movies I would say I think you need to see that to get the full effect of what it's trying to do. Yeah, it was good. It was very good. It yeah. was very good. A bit uh, long though, but yeah. <laughs> uh, mine was Barbie, my favorite cinema. Oh, experience. Okay. oh, he went opposite. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know what that says about you, Nathan, but <laughs> no, I win again. No, no. That, this again. This is another reason. This was just a bunch of people. That like I I got out from my screening of it. I really I'm really fucking drunk. Huh? I'm really drunk. <laughs> I don't know. Like from my screening of Barbie, I really got the impression that like there was it was people that didn't go to the cinema often. Yeah. Um, and that was nice to see. Just a kind of a crowd of people that looked like they were a bit out of their element. And like when a yeah. mo- when a movie started, they were all like some of them were still talking through the intro, and they all hushed. I was like, yeah, this is the part where we all shush everyone. Like, Everyone shut up. Yeah, but then it was like, Liz I don't know, man. It was just that, like, it, it, again, it was obviously like mostly women, and like yeah. there was a few begrudging like partner types that would kind of they're like, oh, it's a bloody girl movie, but like yeah. for the most part, it was just girls having a really fun time, and like everyone was cackling. I was with like a, a large group of um, like family members, um, and they all just loved it. And we came out, we were all wearing our little pink t-shirts. Like it was just, and pretty much everyone was mm-hmm. dressed up in some sort of pink get up. Um, yeah. Just, yeah. What I love to see, and I know it's like, it was organic and I don't want studios to try and copy this to try and get like the same effects. Cause like. They already have tried. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We'll decide. Thank you very much. And it failed massively. Yeah. Saw Patrol or Paw Patrol <laughs> yeah. or something, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I just. I, yeah, it was one of them rare organic moments where like a crowd of people were there because they wanted to be there and they were all having fun. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, it was great. I I loved watching Barbie, and hey, that that was the same day, so technically you could count it as the same experience. So Barbenheimer. <laughs> That's true. I guess it was experience. a big cinema experience yeah. for you. <laughs> no, I went from one straight into the other. So <laughs> I don't know what that says about me. I guess. <laughs> exactly. Keep up, Lawrence. <laughs> Uh, Nathan... I prefer to be on the right side of history. <laughs> uh, best performance of 2023. Are we doing worst first? We'll do worst first. <clears throat> All right, you go. You go first. Okay, I want to preface this by saying, like, performance is what happens when an actor's work is taken and it's fiddled with by a director and an editor, and it's not always entirely the performer's fault. Sounds like this is going to be controversial. No, I don't think it's controversial. I think it's. I think it's a bad performance in a bad movie, and I think right. most people would agree. Um, Catherine Newton in Ant Man Three, like, who's Catherine? Is that the Cassie? She's Cassie. Yeah. Okay. For right. me, it was already a recast. That like, why did you recast? Like, the girl from Men Game was fine as Cassie. So like, yeah. I was I was wondering, and I went in curious. Like, you've recast. Maybe it's 
But who 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 remembers the girl from Endgame? No, no one. But like she yeah. did, <laughs> and she could have been in a movie that made money. Yeah. Didn't she find out like from the cast? Like, and that, yeah, and that's yeah, why I think that's like, that's pretty shit. It's though. fucking yeah. terrible. Yeah. And like I don't know. So I went into it thinking like they were underhanded <laughs> with a casting, like. And like a recast in general, like she didn't know it's not like it was like a f- scheduling conflict and she was only a very minor role in Endgame, so it doesn't matter too much. Did we do an episode on Quantumania? I don't recall one. Neither do I. I remember watching it, but I don't know if we did an episode. We, I think you're remembering we had a big old chat one time about like Marvel in general. And I think it might maybe. have just been a large part of that because I want to fight Peyton Reed. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, but anyway, just like... I don't know. Look, the, the for me, one of the only things Ant Man three has going for it is the charm of Paul Rudd, um, and pretty much that. <laughs> it's pretty much carried by Paul Rudd being okay. It really, yeah, it really doesn't have a lot going for it, that movie. Yeah, it's 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 quite bad. It's, it's just it's it's kind of slop. Like it's just yeah. kind of like here you I go. I hate the term slop, but but it, it is though, is. isn't it? Like it's yeah. it's it's. It's a bad story delivered badly. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like it, and and this is not a slight on Catherine Newton. I haven't seen much of her stuff, but I'm sure she's com- she's competent enough to be cast, and she's obviously talented <laughs> to be in the position that she's in. But yeah, it like bad lines paired with terrible fucking like close ups on her face. Yeah. It's just it all around. It just every time there was like, and and this goes for again a lot of characters in that movie. But like, there's a really terrible exchange where she has like a line with Modok where she's like, "I don't know, just don't be a dick." And it's like, you two, you're not even in the same year. <laughs> like, you're just nowhere near each other. <laughs> and again, that this is what I'm saying. It comes down to like, mm. there's multiple hands that craft a performance in a movie, yeah. and she was done very dirty. But I also think there's an element of what she brought to the table wasn't that great anyway. Okay. Anyway, I feel I feel bad now. Who's yours? You should. You should. Mine, Lawrence. Um, all right, so mine is from a TV show. Okay. Okay. What's the TV show I've been watching and enjoying this year, Lawrence? Uh, Monarch or Joel Kinnaman nope. on the Moon? No, I've been, been watching and enjoying both of those, but it's neither of those. Uh, the Crown. Yes. Okay. That's correct. It is The Crown, okay. Lawrence. Okay. My worst performance for this year goes to... The guy from Pirates of the Caribbean who plays Philip in series five and six of The Crown. Oh, uh, what's his face? Um, I don't know his name, let me but fucking he plays he plays Kira Knightley's dad in Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, Philip. What season? Five and six. Five six. Uh, the Crown. I think I know this guy's face. Uh, oh, uh, two popes guy. He's the Sparrow in Game of Thrones guy. He is a sparring Game of Thrones guy, yes. Yeah, and, and is he bad? He's, he's like supposed to be really good. He's a good actor, okay, but he's not Philip. Okay, oh, this okay. is my thing. Okay, I think we've had two very good performances as, of Philip. Mm. Okay, we had Matt Smith as the as the youngest version, who you know, you know, I love Matt Smith. Like whatever, and he's also whatever great in it. Yeah, exactly. Whatever he does, I'm gonna eat it up, and he did a genuinely good job. And then I thought. Well, whoever comes after Matt Smith, I'm going to hate. Mm. But then the guy in season three and four, uh, alongside Olivia Coleman, don't know his name, forgive me, but I, I really enjoyed his performance. I think he did genuinely a great uh, performance as Philip. He really captured like the essence of 
the the real life person. He knows but that then, voice. That voice that he, he does. Fucking yeah, insane. It, yeah. It's really fucking good. It really matches like how Philip talks. But then the guy, the Pirates of the Caribbean guy, is just it's just not Philip just, to me. Just a like, guy, yeah. I, yeah, it's just like oh, Siri's popping off. Um it's just oh fucking hell. <laughs> it's taking pictures of me. <laughs> no, Siri, stop. Leave me alone. <laughs> I um because, like, Philip has a very specific way of talking. It's like this. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing here? He, he always all... sounds like he's trying to stifle doing a shit at the same time. I mean, he did. Really he's dead does. now and whatever. Like, yes. And <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but, like, uh, there's... Good. <laughs> no, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but... <laughs> it's complicated. Is it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, look. Um, I I think he's like he's doing a perfor- a good performance as an old guy, but to me, it's just not Philip. Yeah, right? like he's not. He's not like. He, it just seems like he hasn't put in the work or the research to like match the actual person. He's he's just doing a performance as him. And he, he, there's something to be said for that, not doing an impression and just doing a performance. I, I do agree with that to a certain extent, but I feel like there's in in a show like The Crown, which I think does a great job in casting, and fucking hell there's in the, I I just finished like the, the last like part two of season six of The Crown and there's there's an episode which flashes back to like before Elizabeth was even queen, like during the end of World War Two. Yeah. Um. And there's a there's a young actress they cast to play Elizabeth. Um. And fucking hell, <laughs> talk about a phenomenal casting. Like, yeah. It's like they went back in time and got like a fucking seventeen, eighteen year old Claire Foy. Jesus because Christ. Yeah. Fuck me, it's incredible. It's genuinely incredible. Um, and the crown, I think, has always had good crisis. Fucking Vanessa Kirby, oh, incredible. Yeah. So hell in the bottom car. She's a bit awful, but like, <laughs> still good casting. Um, and even like Imelda Staunton um, as as Elizabeth, it, all very good. But Philip, no sauce, man. Just a letdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no I remember seeing because I haven't seen the later seasons of the Crown, but like, what you I, should. It's good. I, I, to Elizabeth fair, I didn't Dubicki, get back into very it. good. Yeah. yeah. I um there was there was something that I like really enjoyed about the transition to Matt Smith to the other guy, and it's that yeah. they they have the same head. They've got <laughs> yeah, the same yeah. kind of square jaw head. <clears throat> yeah, and th- I remember seeing this guy. He's called Jonathan Price. I looked him up. The guy that you're talking about. That's not, him. Yeah, not the same head. No, different head shape. And no, I know that yeah. means nothing, but like at the same it time, does mean nothing, they've paid such just... careful attention to getting actors that feel like a natural evolution. Yeah, and and he doesn't. It, it feels like an entirely different guy. Yeah, that's what fair. I do love about the Crown, though, is like they obviously have the same actor play the character for for those two seasons. And like uh, Philip in like season three and four, he it goes from when he's like seventeen to about forty or yeah, whatever yeah. <laughs> over season three and four so they have this like youngish looking guy for the most of season three and four and then they're like all right and now it's season five which is like a year after the last season ended. yeah it's like fucking hell that was a bad year for you wasn't it <laughs> it's one of the things it's like unless you skip like 20 years like you just gotta roll with it haven't you like you know the crowd i, I really... 
I made myself laugh while I was watching like the last few episodes of it because like The Crown is one of those shows just because of my own personal feelings about the royal family. It's one of those shows that I watch like this. Occasionally, I'll find myself being like <laughs> like like I get caught up in the emotion and then I have a smile and I'm like, "Oh, but then I'm like, "Oh no, I hate everyone here." No. <laughs> Someone like someone I don't know says something nasty about the Queen and you're like that's not very nice that's a uh, that's Olivia Coleman you're like, oh, yeah hang on a minute <laughs> no but there was there was a moment like which was like it was after Diana's death and it was like a genuinely like heartwarming moment between mm. like Philip and Will um, and I was like and and I got caught up in it <laughs> against my better judgment <laughs> I let my guard down and I was like. Oh, that's sweet. Like a father and son and that kind of stuff. But then I was like, no, no, (laughs) I hate these men. I hate both of these people. No. Yeah. I have a complicated history. I love The Crown. I think it's a great show, but it's just Mm. the Royals is, it's it's a tough line to tell. But I've I've always appreciated them for being like a, a, a show which, like, at its forefront, aimed to deliver. A look behind the curtain and most of the looking yeah. behind the curtain is scandal and terrible people stuff it, it's not a show which is like aren't the royals great and perfect and everything like that like i think it, it does, toes the line between i that. think it toes the line and it does definitely paint them in a better light than they often deserve to be sometimes <laughs> yeah. but but it doesn't shy away from stuff as well though it's not yeah. like Let's completely ignore all of this bad stuff. Like I mean, it, it's a it, show because there's history and there's drama. Yes, and there's, yeah, there's, there's stuff to do. Yeah, yeah. I will say the last episode of The Crown, though, <laughs> it was definitely rewritten after the Queen died. <laughs> uh, and it, there's no way that, like the last episode of The Crown was that I I would bet good money that that script was not the same before yeah and the queen died like there's no fucking way <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, that, that's that's the kind of thing that like that that gets me because i haven't seen that episode but there's like mm. there there is still a reverence they still hold them in a regard in a high regard yeah. whereas for me i'm like yeah. i want to see a messy story of a family of useless <clears throat> fucks because yeah that's the royal family <laughs> like, yeah, i mean yeah yeah just old people that go we work really hard at waving um oh, no you're gonna get us on we've had whiskeys this is not the time and speaking of having whiskeys i will be back in a moment <laughs> for a week when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online choose your diamond and setting when you found the one you'll get it delivered right to your door Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Uh, so best, my best performance of the year, um, and I, I don't know if this is like, this is the performance I enjoyed the most. I think there's like, there's actors that are like going for something vastly different and like people are being transformative and, you know, doing a lot of physical work and there's, there's fucking loads of performances I liked to name some like, um, I liked RDJ. I liked Charles Melton, uh, in May, December. He was like, how does, how does like a man in his early thirties still like look like a 13 year old boy? Just genuinely like incredible fucking performance stuff. I don't know um, what this is. It's a good movie. It's a really good movie, to be fair. Um, it was close to my favorite of the year. But um, anyway, the one performance that I like a lot and I think is unfortunately going to get overlooked, um, especially in like award season, is Margot Robbie as Barbie. Mm. Um, I just think that there's mm. like, that's a fucking impossible <laughs> role to take on. And like, yeah. there'll be a lot of people thinking like, oh, you just need to be blonde and like conventionally like attractive. And Margot Robbie is both of those things she's beautiful yeah but there's there's so much more that goes into it like she has to Mm. be um kind of a monolith for like the entire female experience but also like a a complete fucking um kind of like i guess like a hypocritical look at that as well because like while she Mm. is a power for like while she is a symbol for feminine empowerment she's also like She's by nature, stereotypical Barbie yeah, look. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And also she's like, a, she's a symbolism <laughs> for like capitalism and everything else. And like, yeah. just, yeah. So I think a lot of that goes into it. I think there's like scenes where like she slides down a slide and her body is like, like core strength must be unreal. Cause she is like mm. upright and rigid. Yeah. Going down a fucking plastic slide in shorts. Like it, it's like genuinely some great stuff. And I also think like just what she brings to it, she feels very toy like. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just like also, like I say, just the the comedic timing and nature of it. Like she's really yeah. good at that kind of stuff. I was very tempted to go with Margot myself, mm. Barbie, because genuinely a great performance. She does a, a really good job, and and, and he's like you say, like you know, anyone can do it, but I don't think so. I don't, no, I, don't I, think I, think so. I think I think people point at it and go that <laughs> yeah, that that's the thing. She, this is the role. Like there are roles where like. Like I, again, I've I've spoken about it already, but like RDJ and Oppenheimer, that's a role where a lot of people are like, it, he genuinely for like what little time he had in the movie, he smashed it, and it's a great performance and everything. Little else. time he had in the movie, it was quite a lot. <laughs> you ask me, fuck's sake. But like, I don't, there, there and there there are people that I think are doing performances that are louder and bigger and more noticeably mm. different. But Margot yeah. Robbie in this movie walks a line that is very much like. Yeah, this could easily just be Margot Robbie, but I don't see Margot Robbie. I see Barbie. I think you're um, right. I do think it'll be forgotten. Come on, it, it season, will be, which yeah. is a shame because it, it genuinely a really good performance, and and I don't think anyone could have done it like she did. She, no. she, it's it, it's just a perfect storm, a perfect cocktail of things coming together. Like yeah, the fact that Margot Robbie does have such like a big sense of like you know, like, feminism and woman empowerment and, like, what that actually means and that kind of stuff, but while also retaining that, like, stereotypical, like, mm. there's no denying she's a fucking beautiful woman. Like, yeah, she, she's, she's, there's she's a reason she's playing gorgeous. stereotypical Barbie. Yeah. yeah, she's gorgeous. They even joke about that in the movie. They have yeah. the line where <laughs> it's like, you know, like, Margot might not be the best person to cast if this is the point you want to get across or whatever. And it's like, yeah. she, genuinely, she does, like, a fucking amazing performance. Like... Oh, she's so good. She that, she is really good at that movie. 
that um also that actors on actors mm. you recommended it a couple of weeks ago like it's quite eye-opening mm. into like how she like found her way into it as an actress as well like she's yeah she's saying like originally she was like she, i mean she's a producer in the movie and she wasn't actually supposed mm. to be in it and no 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 yeah yeah, yeah. And, and greta goey came to her and was like <clears throat> like this is you like you've yeah, got to do this yeah. yeah um and like i think the studio had that condition for it even being made as well yeah um but like it just little things like mm. little things she mentioned in that interview um which are really interesting and i hadn't even considered it's like she's a toy and she's blind to the realities and harshness of the real world but that can't make her look dumb she has to look naive but clearly yes. intelligent yeah and that's do you know how hard it is to like it would be so easy for her to fall into like the whole like the horrible oh blonde dumb stereotype or whatever and that would be yeah. what i think a lesser performer would bring to that yeah um and I'd, like especially cons- <laughs> i think the last there was supposed to be an amy schumer barbie yeah movie. god fucking hell, yeah. and like but that like that's that right like that's what she would have brought to it just yeah Oh, I'm like I know there would have. It probably... had just been blonde bimbo Barbie. Like, yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and nothing else. No substance to that. Just yeah, it, just it, wholly that. It would have been very disappointing. But I just yeah. The reason I bring her up instead of like ones that are I think are louder and already getting attention is because I I think it's I, I think it's already very telling that people are talking more about Ryan Gosling, and like that's yeah. also that's also a great performance. But like like let's be serious it's not the yeah. same it's <laughs> like, not no yeah he does a good job he's a good he's a good ken uh, yeah. a, a great job even i think he has great comedic chops mm. i want to see ryan gosling in doctor who um and <laughs> it might be possible bizarrely enough i weirdly <laughs> think it could be the case yeah, yeah. but uh, i i i think like out of the two of them they're both great performances but it's it's I, I just don't think there's no comparing it when it comes to Margot. She's just like, she really embodies that role and takes it on to a, a whole new level. Really. Yeah. I agree. It's good. It's good stuff. Indeed, indeed. Um, did you tell me your best? No, I'll tell you now, if you want to know. I would love to know. Lawrence, my best performance, okay. And I went back and forth on this, because like I said, I considered Margot Robbie. I considered many things. I even considered Robert Downey Jr. in Oppenheimer, because while I don't necessarily think the part should be included in the movie i do think it is a very good performance mm-hmm. from rdj um old Reich was very good there's, really there's, good yeah there's many things i went back and forth on but i have to be true to myself and i have to be true to what i what i enjoyed and what for me was genuinely an incredible impeccable performance which just could not be compared to anything else. Okay. Okay. And that was Hayden Christensen uh, in Ahsoka. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it, it was just so good. And when you look at the history of Hayden and the character, it's been a rocky road, really. <laughs> yeah. um, and the fact that he's been able to come back and has been welcomed with such open arms. Um, and he really fucking knocked it out of the park in Ahsoka. Yeah, um, he was he like was he so was good. he was the poster boy for bad actor. He was lambasted yeah. for being Which a terrible is insane. performer. It's insane because it wasn't his fault. Like no, he yeah. just didn't have the best. Like you and McGregor looks bad in those movies, man. Like, yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's, like it's not his fault. It's just he didn't have a director who was necessarily all that interested in working with performers, and mm. he wanted to focus more on technology. And you know, that's a conversation to be had. But like. <laughs> <laughs> 
in, in terms of what he's able to do, oh, he was so good in Ahsoka, man. He really yeah. fucking brought Anakin to to like a, a place we've never seen before. We got to see Clone Wars Anakin going right through to Vader and stuff, and it was he, he nailed every aspect of it. We, it we so spoke good. as well in the episode about like like moving aside from just like his vocal work, like as a physical imposing threat. Like mm. he's he's second. Like no one has done Star Wars better than Hayden Christensen in terms mm. of like lightsaber. I mean, like there's there's the fucking like the Ray Park and all of that. Like there's that. I get that he's not the best at all the flips and everything, all the acrobatic shit. That, I'd say he is the best at the lightsaber stuff. He, because, he like, can swing a fucking sword. He's clearly these past twenty years or whatever. He's clearly been picking up his like lightsaber. He hasn't just let it fly, man. He's he's been keeping up, and he he's still every fucking... hour in the morning he rolls out a fucking yoga mat, twirls his lightsaber as he stares at a singular phone on a pedestal. Like yeah. one day it'll ring. And I'll be There's ready. a moment where he he does the uh, like the Obi Annie spin has been has been called, but like yeah. the, the spin thing behind his back, and he's he's kind of just got this smile on his face as he does it. And it's <laughs> it's so good. But even going back to Kenobi, you know, the episode where like mm. we had the the training duel between Obi Wan and Anakin and stuff, and even I that, love that the scene, combat. Yeah. It was so good, man. It was so good, but in Ahsoka particularly, Hayden. In, in that episode where he like really got to shine, it was it was so good and and I think he did such a good performance. And then for good. me that that was the best of the year for me. Fair play. Yeah, no, I'm glad he's back. I think it was um me yeah, too. It was a banger, it must be said. Yeah. And Nathan. Barbie Connection. Um yeah. Barbie Connection as well. Um Is there? Yeah, yeah, Young Ahsoka was uh, Oh yes, yeah. Uh, uh something green a story of green something. It's some. It's a green something. I think it's a story of green plant or green blast or something like that. A story. A story doesn't sound right. A story sounds right to me. I'm a. Go- I'm a Google because we've we've now debated it for too long that I feel like if we don't <laughs> correct it, it's going to be offensive. Um. Uh. Blah, blah, blah. Ariana Greenblatt. All right. Yeah, that's fair. Ariana yeah. Greenblatt. I mean, we both said a name with an A. Yes. It works. Nathan, what was the worst episode of this very podcast? It was the one that was actually called our worst episode ever, Lawrence. <laughs> Am I wrong? Uh, I've got a different one, but you're also not wrong. Okay, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. Uh, it was awful. What were it, we doing? We it like, was Trek. I can't remember why we decided to do this, but like, I guess we just didn't have a topic or something. There's also but that doesn't make egg. sense because we have a schedule which has been filled up for a long time. I, so. I think we, it was a week where we were both tired and we just went, I don't want to record this, but I didn't want a week off. No, you didn't yeah. want to have a week off and you wouldn't let me take a week off. So you were like, I don't want to chat. take any more weeks off. I want to keep going. I want to keep pushing. We need to be consistent. Okay. We are. We are. I mean, we're fucking consistent. We're I know, it. but we, we, there was, there's been like, there's been a time where we've had like a few weeks off and like, I'm it's like, true. Yeah. Let's um, not miss weeks. No, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a fucking naff episode. It must be said. Like yeah, I, I, I just... looked at the description because I was checking a few of them through. <laughs> To be like, what was the worst one we did? I went back and I looked through all this year's episodes, and like I saw that one, I was like, oh, it's obviously that one. That I mean, it's in the title. <laughs> it's literally called the worst episode ever, or something, and it's it's literally just us like recapping our first fifty episodes or something, and but it's... like with no substance. It's no, just there's like... nothing to it. We yeah. <laughs> and like even throughout the episode, we're like, oh, this is awful. <laughs> We got too far in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that I, is bad. You can skip that one. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely can. 
um, which is hilarious because it was designed to be the one that means you can skip the first 50. Um, yeah, but, but no. yeah. The, the description of that is something to the effect of suck a beefy fart and give us a break. Wow. <laughs> I was in a bad mood writing that one. Um, no, my, 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 maybe this is not the worst episode because it probably did make for some fun listening. Um, but the, the one that I just like, I, we finished recording, I went to bed and I was just like, <sighs> it was, it was after sun. Okay. <laughs> it was cause I, I just remember like I was chuffed cause it had been like a streak of us doing like, like these, these, maybe these bigger movies and like the stuff that I like in them. And, like We I, had James on like not long before that. Yeah, exactly. So like we were, we were in a winning streak, yeah. right? We, we'd done a series of good ones and like, I don't know. I just brought this to the table you didn't then like it why bring it to like the it. table lawrence it was your fault <laughs> but i was i i also think because i also listened to like <laughs> i i i skipped through it i gave a little what's it called scrubbing Skimmed. i scrubbed through i scrubbed yeah i, I <laughs> yes i i scrubbed through it and i was like let's 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 just hear some choice highlights <laughs> selected by my finger um and I also I think there is an element of you refusing to engage in that episode. I think I just I, don't I was think like so. I said I was I like I watched it. What more do you want from me? Yeah, you know, I wanted you to like I was saying here's what I thought and instead of being like oh yeah I can see it from that perspective you were like well it was shit. I hate it. <laughs> I think you're being colorful there. I think if you would I mean, I just what I remember from recording that episode was just a row and then I went to bed and then for a week later you poked me on it and I was like, I don't fucking like you. <laughs> Stop talking to me. I still can't fathom why you thought I would enjoy it though. It's I didn't even just... necessarily think you'd like love it, but I thought we could garner like some interesting conversation from it. Because I genuinely, I found it like, I found it a movie that genuinely like there was, for me there was so much to dig in on. And then, like, I can't I, even to this day, I still can't think what there is to dig in on. It's such a nothing movie. Yeah, but to there's, you, there's, and yes, to me, there's nothing to it. It's just, oh, I, yeah, look, we're not going to have a whole rehash of it, but like, no, I just not. distinctly remember that. Although, it, yeah, like I say, it probably, for people that like the show, <laughs> I, I something that I don't think we intended, but. Our dynamic appears to be us arguing very much, like often. But yes, we we do we do argue quite a bit. Yeah, um, so I'm sure it made for some good listening. So if you're if that if you're sat there like that was a great episode where you two just had a go at each other, then yeah. great. But as a participant in that episode, it genuinely like I know it wasn't this serious, but like I I came to you and I was like, this is something I love, and you hated yeah. it, and that's fine. You're allowed to. But then I went away from it being like. I feel like I brought you a puppy and you punched it in front of me. <laughs> like, Have I ever came to you with something I love, which you just shit on? Uh, probably. I mean, Mando the 3, is, you didn't I love always... Mando 3. No, but that's not necessarily the same. I don't uh, think I've, I don't think is, I've ever always... been that aggressively against something. You have, the, the difference is, I always have good recommendations, though. Like, <laughs> no, I think you have people-pleasing recommendations. I, I, well... But I, in terms of the stuff I've recommended, there hasn't necessarily been anything you've disliked, though. No, but I also think I've pushed the boat further out in terms of stuff that could be like I don't. I mean, you say push the boat further out, but what you really did was just pick a bad movie, which I don't. No, because like. I like Nathan. You, I think you even said it in the episode. I, I, I've pushed the boat further out for stuff that's to come next year. Spoiler alert: 
we've done some planning and scheduling for next year and have got some stuff booked in on the yeah. schedule. What's, what's and I, what, well, cut and this. What's, what stuff? The, we did a TV series exchange. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. And I think that's the probably the biggest risk I've taken so far. So <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to It assess. could go it's... either way. It could, it could go either way. I genuinely think there's a part of me that will record the first episode. And if you hate it, I'll be like, let's record another episode and forget this. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't do four weeks of you trashing it because I fucking love that show. <laughs> But 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 then I'm talking about for the one I've picked as well though. Like it could, it's true, yeah. It could go either way. So it, it could go, yeah. You're, you're you're yeah. You're handing me something that I could I could tear to shreds if I didn't like it. Yeah, but we'll um, we'll see, we'll see. And that's not coming. That's like a year away at this point. But oh yeah, yeah. Hey. Get excited for like yeah, <laughs> set your the, watches. <laughs> that's November. That's gonna be. But hey, um, we got stuff to come. <laughs> we have. Uh, what was your? All right. What was your? Mm-hmm. Oh, you said your. What was your favorite? What? Which one's this? What are we doing? The your favorite episode of the podcast. Oh, um, or I guess the best one. Well, it depends what you define as the best. I, I've done I've I've done the favorites and the one I enjoyed recording okay. the one I I enjoyed talking about and because I I think we had a very good conversation it was something I was genuinely excited for you to watch something I've been trying to get you to watch for a long long time <laughs> and I finally succeeded and it was one of our I think it still possibly holds the record as the longest another happy pod episode ever it probably and does, it's rebels yeah. it's rebels it was. It was a special episode for me, man. It's, it's one of my favorite Star Wars shows. I got to talk about it with my best friend. I was having a good time. It was good fun. <laughs> it was nice. Yeah. I it was it was I it, it's probably my second favorite. I think it's probably like you say for all the reasons mm. it was going to be my top one as well because it was an episode where like I was dragged into it kicking and screaming. And I've I've said yeah. on this podcast before I am happy to be wrong. Like I yes. I would much rather watch a good thing. Yeah, and, and talk about a good thing than a bad thing, and then have to be like, I didn't like this because I hate, I hate dancing around criticisms. I don't like being an, that negative. It's the whole point of the show. We don't like to bring bad shit, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and I, I also just, I hate just sitting in a corner and shitting on someone while I, I make a little podcast that like, <laughs> that like, I don't. These people are massive making things that are bad, but whatever. Um, yeah, but after yeah. sun is awful. Oh, fuck you! Stop. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I I really enjoyed doing that one. Uh, my 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 favorite one to record, or like, I've I've listened back to this one. Um, and is this your pick? Is this your best? No, it was my second. It was gonna be okay. Okay. Um, but I really enjoyed recording the Way of Water. Um, so is that your best? I think that's my best. Yeah, that's your best for this year. That is my best for this year. Okay. And I I yeah. I. I, I I don't know. It was one of them episodes where, like, we both liked the film. We were both like fairly excited for the movie, like, to come out. We we had some like, it it, it was one of them where like, it was. I didn't watch it until it came out on whole media, so I can't have been that excited. But no, but like at the you didn't you were in a, you were in a war with cinemas at that point. That's true. <laughs> I still am. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I think we just both went into it open, and we both like sat like. We, I also think it's like probably one of our funniest. For some reason, we just had our funny hats on that episode, and we would. Oh really? Yeah, we were cracking some zingers. Mm. Um, but yeah, just a laugh mm. to record a good and and about a good movie. So we both mm. got to talk about fun. I, there was a, there was also a little hearty making fun of James Cameron in there as well. So it's always fun. Ah, when you can take everything always, yeah. light. Yeah. It's always fun we can take the piss out of a director in a yeah because they're inherently like. serious people yeah they are they're so like I'm gonna make my movie 
I mean, I mean, and especially James Cameron, who like lives in a submarine or whatever, and he's like couldn't even make it to directors on directors. He was just <laughs> yeah, like, you see the pictures of that. So it's just like fucking Greg Gerwig in front of a giant TV. It looks like 1984. Like, it, it does. It looks so dystopian. <laughs> Have you seen the, the 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 general guy that gives Terry the platypus his instructions? Oh yeah. <laughs> Agent P. P. Um, yeah, but anyway, uh, no, I probably uh, uh, Rebels is definitely second. Mm. I just enjoyed, like, I, 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 I think right. you were chuffed that, like, I made it the longest episode. I was like, no, if we're talking about fucking Rebels, then we're never talking right. about it again. <laughs> you were committed. I was like, I'm not letting this it. end until we've discussed everything. Yeah. And aren't you glad I made you watch it for Ahsoka's sake? I, to be fair, I am. I got more enjoyment yeah. out of Ahsoka from that. Yeah. There you go. Iman, Iman Stefani is a very good Ezra. Uh, yes. I, I do like where that section of Star Wars seems to be headed. Although I'm I'm inherently yeah. against this Mandoverse situation that seems to be building. <laughs> well, you can shut up. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, Lawrence, what is the best drink you've had this evening? Brackets, because we're drunk. I wondered if you were gonna I wonder if that was just for us or for the actual <laughs> show. Uh, it's a Kraken spiced rum and uh, Pepsi Ooh. Max cherry. Wonderful, indeed. Wonderful. And yourself? I myself am enjoying a uh, a handmade bramble whiskey liqueur. This was a uh, gift from my dad for my birthday, my my thirtieth birthday, as it were. Um, and it's it's a lovely drop. He who rung you earlier whilst we were playing Fortnite and was <laughs> just. Did. I've never heard a man happier to hear that his son was having a drink. <laughs> he was like, he was like, oh, legend. <laughs> He was very excited for me, bless him. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Great, great. Um... <laughs> All right, Lawrence, what is uh, your worst franchise of 2023? My... <sighs> Probably Marvel. Yeah. It's just been a it's just been a series of wet farts that have like got worse over time, I think. May... I haven't I'm gonna, seen the Marvels. I'm, I'm going to stop you there. I went... Because I think we'll just do them together. Yeah. I went back and forth between the two. Okay. The two big comic book franchises, okay? Okay. Yeah, I yeah. weighed them up. I had DC in one hand and I had Marvel. What are you doing? Did you not see that? No. What? <laughs> I wish the Zoom was recording. Out of nowhere, these balloon effects just went over your head. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm shitting you not, I promise. How did that happen? I don't know. Do whatever you were just doing. I weighed them up and I... No, he's gesturing. It's not it, it, genuinely just. You were looking at the screen, so maybe it only appeared for me. Oh, I that was know. super fucking. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I just saw your face. Like, you have a weird reaction. Like, you were probably here? like, I thought DC was universally yeah. great, yeah, or bad, yeah. <laughs> no, so I, I, I went back and forth, and I was considering both Marvel and DC because, yeah. <laughs> not great years because how could you not yeah. yeah not great years for both of them and so I was weighing them up and then in terms of what had come out and to be fair what I had seen of what came out true yeah uh, like I had to weigh them up in terms of what I enjoyed and when it came down to it what I didn't enjoy from Marvel was Quantumania and Secret Invasion mm. but then I really enjoyed Guardians and I really enjoyed uh, the Marvels yeah, and then when it came to DC, 
to be fair, I only saw the flash. But it was bad. It was really, really bad. So I have to go with DC. But we can discuss Marvel and DC as a whole, I think. Uh, yeah, I think look, this this year... It's not and, been a great year for either of them, really. And this is, like, I'm excited to talk about best and worst studios in a minute as well. Because, like, this, this, yes, is, this has been the death knell for fucking, like, corporate fucking cinema. Yes. And I think also the strike has played a part in that as well, thankfully, and as well. And good. Yes, I am exactly. so happy that these studios have been pissing money. Just yes. fucking absolutely bleeding dry thinking they are the smartest cunts in the room and releasing stinkers after stinkers and going, but it worked a year ago. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I I just, I love it. I love love (laughs) it. It's so apparent that they have no idea. This has been the year where the luck ran out and it's apparent that everyone in charge, and I think, like, this goes for people that have previously succeeded. I think Feige is definitely guilty of this as well. Mm. People are spread too thin and cinema tickets cost more and... Mm. Actors and actresses play, sorry, just actors play a part in, like, promoting work. They have value beyond selling a product. Mm. And I think people have realized it. And I also think there's been a great... And you know what else? I I think also we had a pretty uh, big event which changed the world as we know it, Mm. where people were like, oh, maybe I don't need to go to the movies for every single thing. Yeah. Like every single little thing that comes out. So maybe if I am going to go to the movies and risk death, then, <laughs> then maybe it should be for something worthwhile and yeah. not just the most generic fucking thing that comes out, you know? That's that's what I love about it as well. I think <laughs> like for the longest time, these studios have been taking, um, excuse me, these studios have been taking your hard-earned ticket money for granted it's it's 100%. a given that you will see a marvel and that there was a time where i would say that not only was i guilty of that but it was also true i would see mm. i guardians of the galaxy exists because they slapped a marvel logo on it and people went i guess yeah, i'm watching it, it does yeah. yeah yeah and that's like obviously that's been one of the better decisions that they've made but i like that now it is not nothing is enough there needs to be a hook Guardians 3 yeah. got me in the cinema because it was James Gunn and a franchise that has largely been dis- disconnected yeah, um, and that I've enjoyed. And I just, I don't know, there's like, they they need something like Across the Spider-Verse, yes, in association with Marvel, but still a superhero movie. But like, would you look at that? It succeeded because it did something new and it wasn't boring. <laughs> But it, but it also, I think, is it's fucking hell. I am drunk. It, uh, <laughs> it succeeded despite Sony, though. Yes, like, yeah. Like, like I feel like if Sony could have fucked it up, they would have. But yeah. like, someone there was like keeping them well at bay. Really. Yeah. Like, because we've seen what Sony can do. Like, we've seen Venom. Let there be carnage. We've seen. Well, I actually haven't seen Morbius, but we 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 know we've seen enough of Morbius. We've seen get sex, get sex. <laughs> That's unironically the best scene of the movie. <laughs> I think it has something to do with Spider Man. <laughs> what am I doing here? I'm not sure. We haven't ridden that yet, but I think it's got something to do oh. with this IP. <laughs> I think you might be right, character that we know. Um, he was in the he was in the Amazon with my mother when she was <laughs> researching spiders. She, she died or whatever. But like, I, I also I uh, think there's also been like a pivot in that. I think people are now 
in them wanting something that isn't more of the same also there's been chance for other movies to get their spot in the limelight and like yes. for, what, for whatever you want to like, say about like certain uh, movies th- this year like in a year where fucking Guardians of the Galaxy the third Ant-Man a second Captain Marvel movie which mm. the first one made a billion dollars yeah like who would have thought the fucking Oppenheimer and Barbie Mm. would be the two biggest hits of the year and fucking and good like i know there is an element of like universal and warner brothers are fucking soulless monster machines like i and i also think warner brothers and and chris nolan has like a huge thank you card to center greg gerwig and and like because i i think the whole barbenheimer phenomenon like it helped Oppenheimer out quite a bit, I think. By a country mile. Yeah, like, I it think was, there's look, something it to be said for that. It would have made money, the nature of like what's been tracking to do well this year. It, of it course, would have, yeah. It would have had an upwards trajectory, and it would have also banged on streaming. But, like... Yes. It, it wouldn't have done that. It wouldn't no. have got... It wouldn't have... Like, I don't think it got there in the end, but I think it, it was, it's kissing a billion. It hasn't crossed a billion, no, but it's it's gotten... I think it's at, like, 800-something, so yeah, it's, like, I think it's, it's like close. borderline 900 million, which is, like... Yeah. I, Nolan said, like, it, it, people have said to him, like... And for a fucking independent, like... Well, not independent, but, like, a fucking, you know, non-IP fucking, like, yeah. Nolan movie, that that is big, man. That it's, is big. It's fucking insane. Like, yeah. Genuinely, if this movie came out, a, a year lot of ago, IP movies don't make that much. So, no, like, fucking exactly, hell. and they didn't. <laughs> As we yeah, saw, they, they didn't. Captain Marvel, oh, the Marvels upsets me, man, because like, yeah. genuinely, a great movie, a really enjoyable, fun movie, but it just, I don't think it made like two hundred million, man. It like fucking. But this, hell. this is the problem for franchise filmmaking, right? Because you, you are only as good as your worst mm. one. And they've mm. had stinkers this year that have made yeah, people really go, have. Yeah. I don't care. Did like, you see that thing that came out that like they were like, like we oh, we were surprised that Ant Man was received poorly, and I was like, really? How? <laughs> How? Like, but, okay, surely is, anyone saying, could have watched that and been like fucking. Ah, oh, maybe they were just rising high on that, like fucking yeah. Marvel can do anything, fucking sort of thing, and it was like you know there was SNL sketches about like. Oh, Marvel can do anything, and we'll watch it. There was like yeah. a, there's an SNL schedule where it was like, it was like a, a sort of Guardians thing, but it was just called Pam, and it was just like just like a woman walking down, like a forty year old like white woman walking down the hallway, and we'll be like, <laughs> yes, Pam, because it's Marvel, and yeah. we'll watch it. You and know, that's the thing that, that like with these franchises, there does come a thing with like instant iconography, right? Like, yeah, there, yeah, there is like fucking. Din Djarin five years ago didn't exist. Now he's some people's favorite Star Wars character. Star, yeah. Star Wars character. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, and I, I just think that they haven't been treating that with respect. Like I saw a tweet today that was like, mm. you know, you know, currently Sam Wilson are, are serving Captain America. Yeah. Where's he been for fucking four years? They haven't done anything <laughs> exactly. with him. Well, no, this, they, uh, this is the thing. I think they... They're, I think you said it. They're spreading themselves too thin. Yeah, there's there's too much stuff, and because of that, like we're not getting a sequel to these stories for like four or five years down the line, and it's just like this isn't good. This isn't sustainable. We're trying to do too much stuff at once. We're yeah. we're trying to introduce X Men and introduce Fantastic Four and have the Marvels and have Ant Man and have the Avengers come back at one point and like oh and you know we're we're doing like. 
three movies a year four at a push and like there's yeah there's not enough room and like we're, we're kind of in this mess because it's just so much stuff constantly so mm. like when you do have the full movies a year we're like whoa let's fucking let's hold up now and yeah and i do think a big part of of marvel and disney's like fucking and not just marvel but star wars as well like the the reaction and the the misstep of it all is because they've been trying to force too much on us at once because yeah. like we had the period where it was like oh you get a marvel tv show when that's wrapped up we have a movie in theaters and then a month later we've got the next marvel tv show when it's yeah. just like hold the fucking horses man let me catch my breath for a second man yeah. you know let, me, it's let just... me sit in something and let me it's... think about like what i enjoyed and what i didn't and also like mm. I, I i think it's the i think it's there's an insecurity to it like phase, phase one to phase phase one to phase three like yes there was filler absolutely there was there was there there are some movies in there that like i don't care for and don't do anything to the larger story that was being served the problem is yeah there's probably four or five of them phase four alone probably has about like 15 skippable entries it's very funny if you look at like the like the like the hours watched of like phase one to three versus phase four alone it's it's fucking insane yeah and it's it's, like I don't know. It, there's yeah. something about it where it's just like, I, I'm glad the luck ran out, and I'm glad that now they have to try harder. And if they don't, they'll I, drown. I think. Good. I've, yeah, I think it's a humbling they needed. Mm. Really, I think it's Feige and Co. Of like, and I've, I, I love Marvel, man. I'm, I'm not afraid to say that. People will say, you know, what I hate, I hate the term cape shit. All right, <laughs> I don't like that. I think that's kind of disrespectful because, like, yeah, I get it. But also, this is a medium which has been around for 80, 90 plus years and has inspired a lot of really great, really amazing stories. And to just boil it down to just cape shit seems very reductive and pointless to me. And also, like other other genres have had their heyday and they haven't made a fuss. Like, like, exactly. Westerns isn't hat shit and horse shit. Like, the Western had this exact issue like fucking 30, 40 years ago, mate. Yeah. Um, 80s but, had their action movies and that wasn't yeah, muscle shit like it's exactly like, it's... i don't know it just feels disrespectful but whatever um but yeah i think we're, we're going through this emergence and this re-evaluation period now which i think is needed i said we need to look at this stuff and think this episode's long just accept it yeah we, yeah. we need to look at this stuff and 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 see like and reevaluate and 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 take a look and see what works and what doesn't and that kind of stuff because because yeah, they got ahead of themselves yeah but also but, and fuck I think, him and I hope he drowns like it, yes <laughs> and also the same but I think also DC are now like in this kind of like it was difficult because they are <laughs> in like a, a a good place where they're they're restarting really they're they're yeah, starting like, from is scratch that, is that next like I right and here's the the, the DC argument of it all mm. for me. And, like, putting James Gunn against a fucking wall and being, like, tell them the list. Give them the list mm. of what to expect. Like, for me, it's just, let's hire someone with bucket loads of talent in this genre who is a proven, successful director and writer. James Gunn. James Gunn. Mm. And, and then let's, let's make him do all the things that don't work See, anymore. Here's, no, here's the thing. If they say, James Gunn, you're now head of DC, do everything. 
direct write every movie fuck off what are you doing that's that's how you got in this issue in the first place okay yeah. we, we had the fucking snyderverse and yeah yeah true. look what happened there okay Let's let's not base the entire universe around one fucking bloke, yeah. okay? <laughs> let's have some diversity. Let's have different tastes, different styles, different executions and writing and storylines, and let's let's build this thing. I think it for the past fucking ten, fifteen years, DC have struggled to get their foot off the fucking like pedal. Like they've struggled to get their star. And, and, you know, out of the two comic book universes, DC have always been kind of, in terms of films, DC have always been kind of like the butt of the joke, really. You see, right, uh, just not to, like, fucking cut you off or anything, but, like, I, I think that there is, I think they had, DC had success. DC have made better movies. They? Yes. In t- and, but and, compared, to, com- compared directly to Marvel, though. And herein lies the issue. They okay. want to be Marvel's competitors. Yes, exactly. Yeah. The, DC is at its best. They made the... Fu- I know people have, like, their issues with them and whatever, but you made the fucking Dark Knight trilogy with one of yeah, the most sought-off... Yeah, That third it, one's pretty bad. It, it, yeah, and it's still <laughs> fucking million times better than some of the shit Marvel's put out this year. Like, it's... Yeah. At least it's a fucking film with some soul yeah. to it. And, like, yeah. at least people yeah. are there and acting in the same room. And, like... Can we know. get some girls in here? <laughs> yeah, oh, look, I'm not... And also, he's a <laughs> shit character. He's meant to be a shit character. But, like, there's... Look, the, the part... This is my issue with DC, and that's why I, like... I, I Look, I like James Gunn, and I'm, I'm... Again, I'm always happy to be wrong. And I hope that this... Yeah, just him doing a Superman movie excites me. But, like, him launching an entire thing across, like, TV, films, animation... Uh, games like it, like stop you're yeah. at your best walk when you walk. don't try and compete with disney like you made the batman yeah. and it was one of your best most successful movies because no you didn't need to fucking watch other shit you just need to arrive and go i like batman i get batman i was a good batman walk before you can run that's why marvel had success yeah. they made one put out movie a movie and then they made another one put out another one yeah let's see where we go from there let's not do this whole fucking you know the slate and the the fucking graphics Stop and telling the logos. <laughs> yeah, this is an argument that like it fucking riles me to my core. If you announce shit and then it goes bad, then we yeah. know you fucked up. Yeah. If you announce like I don't like I'm sat there and I I I the DCU whatever it's called hasn't started yet. I should not know what the ninth <clears throat> project in the fucking order is. Like, Do you? Yes, I think there's like nine things in the slate. Like, I think I only know Superman Legacy. No, mate, James Gunn sat in front of a wall and was like, "Here's a million things that are coming in in Gods and Monsters, oh, he did, the yeah. chapter one." Yeah, like I can't remember. And, that. and it's also in the thing of like, if one of them doesn't succeed, like, did they cast Superman? Yeah, David Sweat. Who's that? Who's he? Do I know I him? I have no idea. I think most people found out about him from being cast as Superman. He looks good. He looks good, and he's he's beefing up, and he looks like a good character as well. Is he a nice boy? I think so. I mean, I I want a nice boy as Superman. He know? he has a he has a warm demeanor to him. Give me a nice. I'm sick of all this brooding <laughs> shit, man. Give me a nice boy. It's a tough line. Give to me warm, a nice a nice Kansas boy mm. who loves his mum. We want, what I want we want a stern jawline with a killer smile. Yeah. Yes, man. Give me a nice boy and put him in the trunks. Yeah, yeah give him his trunks. Give him his I, James Gunn will man. give him his trunks. Mm, I hope. I, I hope so. Oh, he was coy with the Guardian stuff, though, wasn't he, to be fair? 
some of the Guardians costumes. Well, but in Guardians 3, they had their comic costumes. So. Yeah, for like a scene in Guardians 3. <laughs> no, for the whole for the whole thing. The, Did they? Did they? Yeah, like what, the, their jumpsuits. The kind of like, yeah, the jumpsuits look. That's the Guardians costume. Oh, okay, yeah. fair enough. Anyway, yeah. uh, so that being said... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> let, let's, let's, let's speed run some of these. Um, but So, yeah, best... Uh, well, worst franchise, I think, um, Marvel. And mine's DC, but yeah. I feel like we're on equal. We're, we're we're knocking on same sides of the door. We're yeah. knocking on different sides of the same door. There, yeah, we really. could both make the other point, and it would be the same point. Like, <laughs> yeah, for it, for me, I just weighed it up personally in like what I enjoyed of what I saw and and what I didn't personally. That's that's how I weighed it up. But I can see both sides. So so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it's the same door. We're just knocking it, yeah. on different sides of it. Basically, uh, yeah. What's your best franchise? Godzilla. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. I didn't even think it's, about that one. Yeah. It's thriving, man. I'm loving it. I genuinely am, man. It's so good. I'm really, really enjoying Monarch uh, Legacy of Monsters at the moment. It's such a good show. Um, and just any movie in this MonsterVerse that we have, we have Godzilla 2014, Kong Skull Island, Godzilla King of Monsters, Godzilla vs. Kong, and then next year coming out, we have... Uh, Godzilla X or whatever that one's called and it, all of them peak even the one that hasn't come out yet it's peak it, they're, they're all amazing I love them all I love them all so much and I'm I'm so excited for it all it's like it really is the only shared universe mm. uh, like that's succeeded uh, that isn't Marvel really when you it's say like, shared is that conducive to franchise like is that it, it, does that because it could just be one series of movies, right? Like John, like but this isn't my choice. Not, but John though. Wick is a franchise. No, but it, yeah, but it's John Wick one, two, three, four. Like it's a franchise. It's, yeah, I know, but this is like it's Godzilla, and then it's Kong Skull Island. That's like Kong Skull Island isn't a sequel to Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. No, I get you. you you're not gonna uh, like my pick. But <laughs> it's fine, okay. I, but I've heard you. <laughs> I, I think it's i think it's great i think it's it's like i say it's the, the only shared universe other than marvel which really has succeeded and mm. and i'd love it so much and it's not just because like i can see big dumb monsters fight and punch each other and don't get me wrong i fucking love that it's <laughs> so good but i think there is also like really good storylines worth and throughout mm. it i mean you know, i'm talking about legacy of monsters and one of like the the really interesting things about that storyline. This is a, l- a tiny bit of spoiler, not really, but just for the first episode and like something that's revealed. There's like uh, this woman who's who she her father uh, her her father died during G Day, which is the like Godzilla attack on San Francisco. Yeah. Um. So she and her father was from Japan. She's half Japanese. She goes to Japan to his like apartment and to, to gather some stuff, basically, just as like a you know she's wrapping up his affairs kind of thing. She needs mm. to get some stuff, so she goes there, and she goes to his apartment, and then she like lets herself in. She unlocks the door. She lets herself in. She's like looking at the photos, and then like a woman comes in from the kitchen. She's like speaking in Japanese, like "What the fuck are you doing here?" And then like a a young boy comes out of the bedroom, like "What's going on? What's going on?" And it turns out the father had like another family in Japan. Oh, and geez. she has a brother that she didn't even know about and that kind of stuff. And we have these really good, really fucking complex human storylines weaved in throughout 
big monsters fighting. Yeah, that, yeah and that, that's the thing. Like, it, 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 it kind of, I mean, I haven't seen all of this stuff, but, like, it does have its mm. cake and eat it, too, in the sense of, like, there are, like, at the heart of even, like, my favourite Kong Skull Island, there's some, mm. there's some good human stories. Yeah. Like, like John C. Tom Riley. Hiddleston gets that sword. <laughs> yes, it does, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, very dramatic moment. Yeah. Um, no, but, like, it, even the little things, like, this is pretty much nothing, but, like, the... the like John C. Riley, the found footage stuff of John C. Riley getting himself mm. home and you know meeting his son. He has for a the hot dog. Time. What the what? He has a hot dog. He does. He has a hot dog, and he watches <laughs> yeah. the game. He um, watches the big game, but <laughs> yeah. like on his TV, I guess. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> he doesn't go to the stadium or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, just like genuinely, like there are. It's more than big mm. monsters, especially if you're into yes. it. And it and it's also great if you do love big monsters, but also want something a bit more. It, is, it's, it, it might be my well, Star Wars. It might be my second favorite <laughs> franchise. <at the> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's it's. I love it so much. It's great. I love Godzilla. I want to give him a hug. Okay, now right before I tell you mine, um, right. keep in mind everything we just said about Marvel DC. Right, the problems with oversaturating yourself, spreading yourself uh, too thin. Are being... you going to say DC? No, 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 no. Okay. God, no, fuck no. <laughs> okay. um, like, all the problems with being ever-present and saying nothing whilst being present. Like, okay. but basically being endless and also not essential. I feel like we might have an argument as to whether or not this qualifies as a franchise, but... It's, Ava- it's Avatar. Okay, does this qualify as a franchise? <laughs> yes, I think so. <laughs> I think they are... I mean, look... They have a Disneyland park... But so there you go. But I don't know. It's a stretch. You've stretched that dough. I have, but I think the main reason I enjoy them, right, and it's because they they are they are the fucking they are the no Avatar movie came out in twenty twenty three. You might be right. (laughs) I I am right. You are. Fuck you. Uh, Avatar Avatar game did. You can have that. Thank you. There you go. (laughs) Um, And that is which you've played and you loved. Yeah, and that's the basis of my uh, discussion here, yeah. No, look, I just... They're, they are, they, they're fucking antithetical to, like, everything wrong with so much crap right I mean, now. yes, but also, like... I mean, I've said this before, but Avatar's not the answer, man. Like, no, no, it's not. It, you can't spend, like, six years making one movie and spend, like, $450 million making that movie and, like... <laughs> expect like a, a decent return on it and stuff no, like, no you can't but i don't expect it to be the cure i expect it to be to be an antidote in a fucking plague like because that's what it is that sounds like a cure <laughs> I see, yeah bad example but like <laughs> look my, my my point being it's it's just a little light isn't it like it, it it's like it appears once every fucking 10 years and the second but it's not it's not though because the next one's going to be like next year or whatever yeah but it's not though is it like it because it well be. it's filmed it's shot yeah but i mean where does the bulk of the work come in with these things no but it was shot at the same time as the as wave of the water was they That's shot true, them yeah. together they did bank a few of them yeah all right but then either either way it's a direct sequel that will probably come out like I, I don't know. I think I don't think it's going to come out when it says. I think it'll be about three or four years. Like I think it'll be next year. I I mean, I might be. Wrong I will be that, over but... the moon to be wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want to see another one. But like, look, it's 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 it pushes the fucking the, the envelope forward. 
and it, it like it it expands upon itself it pushes the world out it expands the characters and the settings and the themes and it's tackling different things that the first one was tackling and i just i don't know there's something about it where it's like it's just fucking it's an event right there's a there's and like i'm i am an enormous fan of avoiding fan discourse on anything because fans oh, are the worst yeah. part of any fandom they suck yeah. and they're irritating um but and they all think that and they all think they're the right one yeah and their opinion is the one that is correct and yeah. everyone else is wrong and that, yeah it's just arguing with two immovable fucking forces it's just like yeah. it, it doesn't and, and and neither of them can fathom that what they think to the other one doesn't fucking matter yeah and neither of them are right or wrong it they just simply are like when the, the, people say like oh avatar's got no cultural footprint good <laughs> fantastic is news. that good yes is that they good? make money and they're well made by a director that really gives a shit about them and i don't care if no one else likes them because they make money people see them more people see them than admit to seeing them because the numbers are there and people quietly enjoy it go that meant a lot to how me. much did and avatar 2 make how much did avatar 2 make um it crossed a billion did it cross two billion worldwide? Oh, it definitely crossed two billion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it did. It absolutely did. Um, Are you so, sure? I'm almost. There's only like three movies who have ever crossed two billion. Uh, two point three billion. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, that's and this is what I'm saying. Right? People, people, sit, people sit there and they're like, "Oh, fuck it, no one's like more people see it. Where than is they see it where, the moons. where is it worldwide on the ranking? Um, oh yeah, it's probably going to be. Um, four, three or four. That's the uh, highest worldwide grossing movies. Of... I think the first one's still number one. I think uh, almost certainly. Um, yeah. So the it's it goes like this for the it goes Avatar, Endgame, Way of Water. <laughs> so Avatar, Endgame, Avatar, Avatar is so Avatar is one and three. Yeah. Currently, um, and then obviously you've got like. Titanic, Force Awakens, Affinity War, and all the all the other big hitters. So James Cameron is three out of the first four. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you get, like come on, <laughs> uh, Titanic, one of the best movies ever made. Exactly, this is my point. Just um, a director that knows his shit, going, I'll make a fucking movie that I like. Yeah, but he's annoying though, isn't he? Yeah, of course he's annoying, but they're all fucking annoying. And and he's also a weird, like, he's a weird man who lives in his little submarine. But or he's he, but he's also like. In in terms, of, I I can't speak to him personally, but like, he he comes across as just an artist that cares about the stuff he makes, and he seemingly has yeah. no opinion on other stuff. Like, I mean, the other name in there, fucking Joe and Anthony Russo, have got the number two spot on worldwide fucking gross movies. I mean, yeah, no, they they that, don't. That's not it's their Kevin. achievement. Yeah, it's Kevin who has that, really, yeah. isn't it? But like they're they're sat there and they're like making fun of Martin Scorsese and stuff and like that's fine to do with your ass and no one fucking no it doesn't matter what we say. It's pretty cringe. It's fucking really cringe. It's very when Joe or Anthony, whichever one it was, who put out that video. It's always Joe. Anthony's a sweetheart. My dog is called Box Office or whatever. Like horrendous and so also, cringe Martin Scorsese's dog is not called Oscar because of his Oscars <laughs> yeah. of which he's won famously little Martin like, Scorsese should be famous only for his role in Shark Tale and that's it <laughs> it's true no one else should know what he does 
But like, I don't know, man. He's, He's great just, in I... Shark Tale. Who doesn't love Shark Tale? You can't not love Shark Tale. Shark Tale is a banger. It must be. There's shit. whale poo, and then <laughs> there's you. Um, Nathan, what is the? I mean, we've kind of already done this. What's the um, the worst studio? See, I went different here. I went different, uh, but uh, well, not really, because for for best worst franchise, I went D. For worst franchise, I went DC. For worst studio, I went WB. So not really different, really. Uh, yeah, I think Marvel Marvel tips it over the edge for me because they're aggressively anti-union, and DC. Yes, just oh, they're not... all they're all anti-union. <laughs> I know they. Oh, actually, saying that, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Um, no, actually, Warner Brothers tips it for me. Because yeah. they're anti-art and their CEO is a they're fucking like, megalomaniac. Hey, yeah. we made this movie, but it turns out we don't need to release it because we can just get more tax back if we just put it in the bin right now. Yeah. So, and also, hey, like, say, say what you want fuck about... Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> um, say what you want about like Bob Iger. He has... like he, he um, like He's a fuckhead, but he has also shared Disney doing. through successful periods. Yeah. He 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 like he made a lot of decisions which have like he he was behind the Star Wars acquisition, mm. the Marvel acquisition, the Pixar acquisition. Like you, whatever you say, think about Disney and fucking Star Wars and whatever, like you cannot deny mm. in terms of business decisions. Oh, smart again. And, and like, like as as consumers, because that's the position yeah. that we are to to Disney, right? You like. Although mm-hmm. these things are now seeming tiresome, like we're bored of a lot of people are bored of Star Wars's output and Marvel's output and everything else, you can't mm. argue that financially it's made them multiple billions. It, it certainly has, and that's what we all care about. Yeah, we all care about how much money Disney is making. <laughs> yeah, no, but like, like we're coming, we're talking about it from studio perspective. But <laughs> yeah. here's the thing about Warner Brothers and and like DC and Warner Brothers as a, as as a thing, right? David Zaslav is a fucking moron. He is. He's the worst. Because he's like, he's like, fuck, just even these little funny things, just like removing fucking HBO Max, or H- calling fucking HBO Max just Max. Terrible. Like, Why? What's, what's that? What? I don't understand <laughs> what it is at Max? all. <laughs> oh, I can't. I just, fuck it, look, it just, I don't. HBO is one of the strongest brandings ever. Like, you, t- you talk about fucking like. T- channels which have just put out banger after banger hbo is like mm. its whole fucking tagline was it's not tv yeah because it's like it's more than that it's premium it's fucking extra game of thrones girls the sopranos sex and the city all these fucking like huge premium tv shows all came from hbo yeah and you're like Nah, let's get rid of it. I reckon we can just call it Max. For for people, what are you doing? Yeah, for people that are listening and maybe don't have a reference point, uh, imagine if Disney Plus was called Plus. <laughs> Literally, yeah. it's so it's <laughs> genuinely so fucking stupid. It hurts. Like, and, and, and it, he just like he reeks of a man who has just fell into a job and has no fucking idea what he's doing, so just screams at his accountants to find a way to make money. They go, I guess you could scrap this, and he goes, scrap this, investors, I am still the good man for this job. There is there is no fucking part of me which believes that, like, The Flash is better than Batgirl on every level. No, like, it can't be. It cannot be at all. Like, I don't care how bad Batgirl is, it mm. cannot be that bad, man. 
it, it 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 just can't, man. Like, and the fact that like he came out like after the strikes and he said uh, it was actually quite brave of us to not uh, put out Batgirl or the Looney Tunes movie or whatever because I think it takes real courage to to make these movies and then say no, fuck off. Yeah, we you we needed, we needed to guard the general public from these movies that we thought would damage the brand. Anyway, here's a man who killed himself for playing a role he didn't want to play, and we've brought up his corpse to play that role mm. again for you to laugh. Like, oh, it's, it's just, it's it's capitalism in its worst form. Yeah, it's just greedy corporate studios making decisions based on what will get them the most set not even dollars the most sense yeah. more than anything else like if this will make us 50 cents more than that decision then we'll do that yeah and it's like and it's all creativity and artistry just completely ignored in the favor of the bottom sense line and that's it. And nothing has been funnier than to watch that fall apart. Like Warner oh, Brothers is a company yeah. that has fucking so much going for it right warner brothers could genuinely warner brothers was the company it was like they were at the top of the game i know disney of like fucking just warner brothers was the name in hollywood like you wanted you wanted to get like a a good picture you Mm. gotta you gotta warner Brothers. harry potter friends fucking every big major franchise until like 20 2007 2006 or whatever yeah. like every major franchise the big ones all warner brothers yeah. like fucking hell and what do they have now fuck all <laughs> fucking the and dregs good. of dc yeah and nothing else and the, and the screaming corpse of harry <laughs> potter on a tv show or something <laughs> yeah uh, i i also i i am like i love this and i there's a part of me that hates this because i i hate to see universal win because mm-hmm. as a company of all of them i know that like there's not as much loud stuff going on with universal but quietly mm. they are insidious and i hate them like i yeah I, they i mean every major conglomerate like that is but like it, like to the point where like they're all evil yeah <laughs> they, they, they're all evil universal insidious. like benefit from people reacting to their trailers there's a big reacting like community online and people react to their trailers and then they go they go oh do this do this Mm. and they make trailers very much pushed in that general direction and they go thanks for making that video we took you 200 dollars you made from it (laughs) i have never this is genuinely true i I have this is you're speaking from an editing perspective i have never ever ever used a single piece of universal footage that hasn't at least flagged one restriction on a video yeah it will not happen because they just no i can't do this tonight i will fucking scream i hate universal so i am extremely conflicted when i see warner brothers cut ties with christopher nolan Mm. and then he goes and makes them almost universal almost a billion and kind of just turn back to Universal. Was, Oppen- like, was Oppenheimer Universal? Yeah, first one is mm. first. I think first because he movie... was before he was with Warner Brothers, wasn't he? But it, then, uh, so he's, I think I think he I think he even owns a piece of Syncopy, which has yeah. been he which has been he... his. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's kind of, yeah. But then uh, they kind of fucked him over with COVID, didn't they, and Tenet? And yeah, they, they, like, they forced Tenet out before he, like, he wanted it to go out. They put it on streaming, didn't they? Yes. And they were like, and he was like, cinema or whatever. Yeah, and like, but there's also a part of that, like, I mean, there's a whole other thing to argue there. Oh, there's point. a whole argument about, like, the fucking uh, Black Widow sued Disney over that and shit. So, like, yeah, it just, like, it's yeah. not. And it was also unprecedented times, and I understand. It was, yeah, it was, it was a whole thing, but, like, yeah. But still, I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> get lawyers on it. <laughs> you fucking morons. <laughs> You're the biggest companies in the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think David Saslav gave that contract a once over and went, it's probably fine in his moron brain. Um, but anyway, yeah, just I've it's been a fucking treat to watch Warner Brothers fail at almost every decision this year. Yeah, yeah, and fuck them, Nathan, the best studio. Uh, again, I went a little bit different. I don't know if this is technically a studio, um, but I went Apple TV Plus. <laughs> I thought you were, but it's Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, that technically falls into Warner Brothers, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> but no, Apple TV Plus. Like, they, yeah. It's not technically a studio, because, like... But it's a streamer. They, so have, they, they, have a, they have a streaming service that they put yeah, forth in a budget. Just, media they put content, original yeah. content out there. Yeah. So, like, that's what I'm talking about. In terms of original content from a streamer, it's, it's, it's Apple TV Plus for my money. Like, it's... In terms of the the... Uh, original content which comes out which is not overwhelming with like you know giants like Netflix where you get a new show yeah. every week and it's like watch this and it's mostly terrible it's mm. like pretty much everything that Apple puts out is great now you know they're not perfect but I think they have a huge fucking issue with marketing <laughs> in that they'll put out like the best show ever and be like just find it i reckon <laughs> just, just, it's, it's also not on the homepage. <laughs> yeah if if you have an iphone we might give you a notification about it but otherwise fuck you i guess you know like <laughs> otherwise we'll we'll see what happens yeah but like uh, they i think they do need to invest more into their marketing and stuff but and, and apart from ted lasso <laughs> yeah ted lasso is definitely the biggest thing that they market ted lasso <laughs> they just went like 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 for the, for like they were three just months. like every, they were just like everyone likes that nice mustache man so yeah. like what's the nice mustache man show <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no so that so they make yeah that, that, that I think for like we you've said this before but I I I do agree to an extent I think they are mm. the as as far as streaming services go they are the best investors in uh, new name branding yeah like they are they are they want well everything everything that they're not a streaming service which relies on like buying stuff like in terms of what what they stream on apple tv plus you're you like you won't find you can't just go on there and find like you know 
The Office or like Parks and Rec or like the Batman animated series or anything like that. They don't rely on stuff you've already known and seen and stuff. They're they're wholly about original content, which yeah. which I find quite interesting, really. Like yeah. that everything they make is is new and different. And like I've recently started watching Severance. So fucking good. Uh, see, oh like, my god. I have so fucking good. I really wanted to watch Severance and then I heard mm. that it ends. I haven't got to the ending yet. I'm I'm halfway through it, but very good. Okay, maybe I can't say this, but like it, it, it came out. How many years ago did Severance come out? What's the What's the date stamp on that? I think it was twenty end of twenty one, twenty two, roughly. Was it Was it not earlier? I thought it was like nineteen twenty. Nineteen twenty? No, as in like two thousand and nineteen, two thousand and twenty. Oh, okay. <laughs> Man, I'm fucking what? Before the invention of TV. Adam Scott looks great. A <laughs> hundred years ago, maybe. Um, I don't Spooky know. Bill, what? <laughs> that's him. That's him. It's just that's Severance. Um, no, yeah, just like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's mm. fucking. Don't give me any spoilers. Yeah, no. I, but I mm. wanted to try. I wanted to like do it, and then I just. It seems <clears> like. <throat> I, I right. Finish the show, and I'll make this point. I can't make this point without saying something. Um, Okay. It's the linchpin for what I want to say. Okay. <laughs> well, um, anyway, make um, another point. I can't. I've never seen the show. <laughs> all right. Well, start watching shows then. Watch, watch. No, uh, for all mankind. Watch, mm. um, Monarch Legacy of Monsters. You you liked Ted Lasso for the most part. The last episode was kind of weird. Watch. <laughs> yeah. um, I heard C is kind of good. I haven't watched it, but I've heard good things about oh. C, which is their Jason Momoa yeah. show. My father, I, I watched the first episode. It, it's quite good. Yeah. There's a there's a one I saw an advert the other day for one coming out uh, with Peter Capaldi, like this kind of crime drama sort of thing, which looks very interesting. Ooh. I love Peter Capaldi, so I'll definitely be be checking that out. They do good stuff. They hire good strong actors like really like actors that like really care about the shit that they do so i think i think also like apple apple stuff does have Mm. a um and this maybe sounds like a bad thing but i actually quite enjoy it when apple is concerned uh Mm. they have a look to their work you know how netflix has that look yeah and it looks like mud and shit yeah i fucking hate how thick like like even the best directors will make movies fucking scorsese i don't like the movie but scorsese made the irishman for netflix and like yeah it looks like a great scorsese movie with mud on it like it, it looks <laughs> like there's something about it maybe it's like their their yeah. color specs and the way they like what their regulations are for putting stuff out but apple have the same thing but if it was good there's there's something about apple and it's like they're i mean you can say what you want about them as a company but like in terms of like filmmaking and presentation they're it's like they have technology that no one has discovered. <laughs> and they're, they're, they're able to do shit which no one has ever conceived of. Yeah. Like, they they did, like, and, and this is not even in terms of TV. This is in terms of Apple, the company. Like, mm. they did, a like, a presentation in, like, October where they unveiled, like, like new MacBooks or something. 
Like, you know, you have, like, the Tim Cook videos and all this sort of stuff. Hello, good morning, thank you for being... And all this sort of shit. Yeah. And it was, like, they did, like, the whole hour-long presentation, and it was all the the usual stuff, like, the really intense transitions and the really well-made, like, film segments and all of this. And then they, they rolled the credits, and then after it, it was just this message that came up, this entire event was filmed on an iPhone. Yeah. And it's like, how the fuck did you manage that, man? Yeah. Like, it's so fucking... Like, the, the stuff they are able to do, it's, it's so insane. But somehow they do it. And I and I don't quite know... I think they've made a deal with the devil somehow. Yeah. But, like, they, they have some shit going on, which doesn't make sense to me. There's, there's but some like, secret sauce. At, it at really... And, and, like, even in terms of, like, like audio work, because, like, they they do, like, you like whenever you watch, like, the iPhone, like, reveals and presentations and stuff, they they do, like, these these videos and these segments where it's, like, like, the latest one was, like, oh, I'm a guy and I'm in a farmer's market, but while I'm here, I'll tell you about the new iPhone or whatever. Yeah. And, like, he's just in the middle of this farmer's market and there's people behind him and they're all talking to the vendors and stuff and they're having whatever. And it's like, it's, it baffles my mind because like, <laughs> it's real, it's filmed. And it's like, the audio is done in real time as well. Mm. And it sounds crystal clear yeah. with no background like shit, no background interference. And I, I, I don't know how they do it. Yeah. And like Marques Brownlee talks about this, who's like a big tech YouTuber who does like audio stuff quite a lot. And he has no fucking idea how, how they manage it. Cause he, he has been convinced that they, that they do the audio in post and like ADR it and re-record it and shit. Yeah. But he had like an Apple, in, like someone from Apple reach out to him and say, no, they do it live on the day. And he's like, how the fuck do they do that? Cause it, it just doesn't make sense. What are but, they, what are they hiding? What, yeah, what's in they, those turtlenecks? Exactly. What, what was Steve hiding, man? There's there's some shit going on. Indeed. But but yeah, I I don't know. They they have some kind of secret sauce that they brought over to Apple TV because it's it, it's good, man. It's it, good. It looks good, and I like that. They, to be fair, they invest. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, I think it's Cooper something. Um, but there's like they they invest in like up, <laughs> upcoming filmmakers as well. Like I, there's, okay. there's, yeah. there's, there's a movie on there that I genuinely like, and again, this is one of them that I stumbled across and I was like, I, cause I was, I was trying, I had this competition with my wife who pretty much only agrees to watch romantic comedies with me. And I was romantic like, comedies are good. I love a good rom-com. They are good. But like, sometimes I'm like, I want to see something that's like a bit better than most. Cause the, a lot of the romantic comedies she suggests are like ones that we've seen before. And I'm like, yeah, they're fine if you want a quick laugh, but like they don't. Mm. There's nothing to say. They don't do much for me. What's your favorite rom com? Quick go. Oh fuck! Uh, for some reason, Fifty First Dates came into my head because it was the first one I thought of. Fifty First Dates is it's funny. It's probo, but it's funny. It's very probo. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. I can't. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Um, probably about time. I like about time. Nah, it didn't do it for me. It was a weird time travel thing. That's fair. Yeah. I couldn't get around it. I, I, like, they, I like them to They have established rules and then they very clearly broke them within that same <laughs> movie. I was like, this doesn't work. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're you're not, be a you aren't wrong, but yeah. Um, no, look, I, but there's another movie on there um, and we, we found it and I was, I was like, I wanted to see a movie that like had 
been receiving some like praise some people have been saying some good things i wanted to see something neither of us had ever seen before which in a romantic mm. comedy setting that's hard because she's seen most of them yeah. um so we went on apple cv and we were like we're just gonna find the weirdest fucking thing that fits this criteria and we ended up settling on a movie called cha-cha real smooth oh okay what's that it's it, i don't know it's 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 like this mm. i haven't seen it in a, about a year um so I can't remember all the ins and outs of it, but it's basically like a young guy meets uh, like a, a single, like a, an older, she's a young mum, but she's like older mm. than him. Yeah. Um, and he's like a college, he's either a college student or a college dropout. And it's just a really heartwarming tale of like, if, if you want something to hit you in the, in the feelings, it's that <laughs> movie. Mm. Um, okay. And it's, yeah, just generally interesting. But I, what I liked is it was the guy who stars in it is also the director and he's like 27 and Apple just gave him a oh, couple fuck million. Off. And we're like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like Apple just gave him a couple million and they went, get a semi big name in there. It's, it's Dakota Johnson, is in it? Why can't they give me a couple million? Because <laughs> you wouldn't make a movie with it, Nathan. I'll make a good podcast. <laughs> I mean, I, that, I can't dispute this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, Apple, good. Uh, mine's A24, obviously. Okay. Well, one, one last thing I want to say on Apple. <laughs> okay. Fuck me. Just one last thing. No, I think this is worth mentioning. I think you'll appreciate this. Um, when you compare them to Netflix in terms of theatrical releases, because mm. they will have a movie and they will put it out theatrically, yeah. Netflix will be like, oh, this is out in the cinemas for a day. Go see it. In one then, city that is four hours away from you. Yes, it's it's playing in one single theatre in New York and one single theatre in LA. Good luck, I guess. Yeah. And then it's done forever. Yeah. Uh, there we go. There's our theatrical release. But then... Uh, as the opposite of that Apple, they'll actually put a movie out in theaters and they'll give it room to breathe. Because like Napoleon at the moment, that's yeah. an Apple original movie. But that's, it doesn't, I don't even think it has a fucking release date on Apple yet. They've just put it out in theaters and like, yeah. go, have fun. That That's something that I, they do move. that I appreciate as well. They don't give you yeah. a heads up. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, kill, like they're not, they're not like, wait until this date and then you can just watch it at home. Yeah, exactly. Know? They're like, yeah, yeah. we're not going to tell you. Like, yeah. it could be six months. <laughs> so if, if you want to see it that's up to you you make that choice <laughs> exactly yeah they they, well, they did the same with uh, killers of the flower moon as well and that's another thing as well mm. also giving um these kind of seasoned veteran directors just a nice place to make their last movie before they yeah likely <laughs> hopefully not but likely die of old age <laughs> like because the flower moon was scorsese wasn't it uh yes yeah it was yeah he'll never die yeah he won't ever die it's true he'll never die he'll be making movies he'll he'll, he'll, he'll doing... die and then cinema will resurrect him You'll still be doing TikToks with Francesca or whatever. Just primo stuff right there. (laughs) I love them. Um, I don't even have TikTok. I just wait for the release on Twitter. (laughs) I wait for like the day two drop. Um, Anyway, um, we're going to speed run this because we are... This is insane. I mean, this is officially our longest episode ever now. I mean, it's going to be. Even if I cut it down, it is. I mean, mean, you've got like a probably good 10, 20 minutes out of this. Like with bathroom breaks and, and everything like that's that. true yeah there's been multiple pisses <laughs> yeah, but, um, but yeah. Look, even so yeah. sorry alright A24 A24 um, in terms of like Awful. output they they always please me in terms of putting out consistently original stop right I I'm gave you I'm, you're talking I'm, about fucking I'm joking, tech I'm joking I'm joking I'm, I'm poking the bear stop it <laughs> the bear is not wanting to be poked <laughs> you love the bear it's the fucking gayest sentence I've ever said about myself <laughs> Hey, you can't say that. I can't, hang on, I'm talking about myself being a bear. Lawrence is cancelled. No, on my podcast. Don't, don't do it. 
Um, anyway, A24 consistently put out like original stuff. Like, All right, okay, A24. Give me, some, give me some tales. Give me some tales. Um, oh, I can't. I, there's a lot that I haven't seen this year. I know that. Oh fuck. All right. So, so how is it your best franchise of this year? Because no, because I like what they seen... do. I, there's a lot of stuff that also hasn't come out. Like there's there's stuff. A lot of the big hitters. A lot of A24 movies. They aim for an Oscar run because I will a small say this studio. about A20. I will say this about A24. The the one piece of praise I will willingly give them. Okay, because mm, yeah. mostly they know you me. But the one piece of praise I will willingly give them is that I think they were one of like the only studios that were able to put out stuff during the strike because they agreed to like pay their their actors and crew fairly and yeah, shit. Yeah, like so, like good, like, good like, for them, like human beings. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like like they, they agreed to the bare minimum, which like everyone should. Really. They, they went, oh yeah, this hasn't been assessed in a while, has yeah. it? Let's have a look. <laughs> Seems fair. Crack on. Seems reasonable. Let's yeah. go. And they, yeah. this is what I'm saying. They, look, they they are creator first, and that's I'll speak yeah. about that again in a sec. But like, as for so, what we got? What we got with A24 in terms of names? So, in terms of so a lot of these movies. are things that come have come out in America but haven't come out in the UK because they're a smaller okay. studio, so they often push. Well, for... I live in the UK, Lauren. Well, so do I, Nathan. Um, okay. I don't know if you know that, but they're, no, they're a smaller studio. They push for Oscar window. Uh, they push for like Oscar releases because it gets their name out and they get more money. No, they but they do. And also, like, oh no, they aim to be good. What a terrible thing. <laughs> I mean, you can say they aim to be good, but do a lot of Oscar bait movies aim to be good, or do they aim to win Oscars? Uh, and then as a result, but, but a lot good. of them do win Oscars for being good. There's been like. But then a lot of them aim to win Oscars and as a result are not good, though, as well. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I I've, I watched um, Bradley Cooper made a film called Maestro, which I'd watched and I was like, that did nothing yeah. for me whatsoever. Pearl Harbor, one of the biggest Oscar bait movies ever. Mm. Awful. Can't say I've seen it, to be fair. Bad. Is that Michael Bay? Yeah. That's Borderline really. offensive, really. Yeah, probably. It sound, that sounds right <laughs> for Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like, here, here's this real world tragedy. Let's just make up a fake storyline in the middle. Of it because <laughs> why not? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, the Iron Claw, a movie I want to see. A lot of these I movies I want to see. Uh, Zac, Zac Efron plays Muscle Man. No, Nathan, will you shut the fuck up and let me talk? <laughs> Sorry. Fuck me. I was silent for like half an so hour Zac while you Efron wanked plays off a fucking... Muscle Man. Yeah, Zac Efron plays a muscle man. Um, is this the one where he's in those like behind-the-scenes pictures and he looks like roided out and ill? Yes. Okay. Yes. And okay. That I I don't know much about the story, about the per- the real person he's playing, but that's largely true, I think. So you haven't even seen this movie? No, but these are movies that like I want to see. They're like they're the they're the films that have got me excited to watch. Well, we all want to see stuff. <laughs> I want to see fucking. I don't know. Um, <laughs> fucking <laughs> Captain America four. I'm not don't, but I'm largely indifferent. Good job, that. But like, <laughs> that was the only thing I could think of. Okay, all right. Stuff, stuff that I've seen. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Um, What's that? It's 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 very like. Twitter comedy. Uh, it's got fucking what's his name? What. Uh, What's his SNL boy? What's his name? Pete something? Pete. Pete Davidson. That's it. Pete Davidson. I watched an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine today and Pete Davidson was in that. Was he like a I'm, young troubled teen? I, I do drugs and I'm tall. No, he was like a young troubled teen. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies was good. After Sun, I liked you didn't. That's fine. We can move on. It's um, a bad movie. Is that A24? Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, Bo is Afraid, Past Lives. Um, haven't seen Bo is Afraid. Love Past Lives. was incredible. What's Past Lives? Is that the Spielberg one? No, 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 no. Um, Spielberg is The Fablemans. That's not A24. Right. Okay. Um, what's, what's Past Lives? Past Lives is uh, Celine Song's directorial debut. It has um, Greta Lee in it, and she plays a Korean... Um, uh, fucking she, yeah, she plays she plays a, a Korean woman who moves to the U.S. as a child and like rekindles like a, a childhood romantic interest that she had largely forgotten. It's a really fucking good movie. What are I don't care. What are a twenty four movies that I have seen and liked? None because Love You was no. I do. I'm sure there's some. I'm almost certain there's not. <laughs> what have they done? Nathan, do you want me to listen to the entire Give me some big A24 name. Just like the big big A24 names. Um, Pretty sure Moonlight was A24. That's a big one. I think it was. I'm not certain on that. Um, What what are A24's highest grossing? Because these these are from like a couple of years back. They haven't had like a massive hit in a fucking, in a while, I don't think. Um, Is Midsommar A24? Midsommar is A24. Um, It's okay. The Ex Machina was A24. Everything Everywhere was A24. Oh, I like Ex Machina. A- Everything Everywhere is A24. Yep. Uh, Lady Bird. Yeah. Um, good, oh, I like Lady Bird. Good Time, Uncut Gems, Under the Silver Lake. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Uh, Poor Things uh, is A24. Uh, Minari, that's a good movie. I haven't seen it. Um, yeah, they've done they've done a whole bunch of good stuff. But anyway, look, reason why is they're her- my best studio, I think is they consistently... A24. Uh, yes, I think it might be. I've heard good things about Hereditary. Yeah. Anyway. Spooky. Shut the fuck up a minute. <laughs> I think they consistently aim to be great. I think they take real massive risks. There's a movie coming. Uh, it's already come out. I actually haven't seen it. Um, but it's it, it's a first-time directorial debut by... Um, it's called Talk To Me, the movie. And it's just by two YouTubers. They just gave like, but like YouTube, no, but like YouTubers that make very, they have Mr. Beast. No, but like, funnily enough, they're not like, they have a lot more heart and soul than a Mr. Beast video, but like they make similar content. It's very, we we do this on Zoom and when you talk under me, I can't fucking hear you. Is it Max Fosh? (laughs) Please shut the fuck. There is no. Do you know what? A twenty four. We're moving on. Okay. Nathan, what is the best fucking scream movie you watched this year? Scream three. Hilarious joke. Our biggest argument, Nathan. What was it? The best scream movie I watched this year is Scream three. Lawrence. Yes. Thank you very much for asking. So much to say on A twenty four. Go go. You can say. <laughs> All right. Shush for a minute. I'll, I'll mute. Thank you. Right. They take chances on... And he's now throwing a dramatic hand up. Look, they take chances on directors that I think are, like, unproven and they are the only studio that I think consistently wants to actually try and see what new voices in, uh, like, this industry have to say and do. And I also think that they're, like, really fucking clever when it comes to, like, revisiting actors. Um, I, I didn't care for the movie much, but, like... Brendan Fraser had a big comeback last year in The Whale. They famously, like, basically rebooted um, Adam Sandler's career with Uncut Gems. Um, And I also just think that they they also aren't afraid of, like, a 
kind of divide when it comes to nations like it they they are consistently looking outside of fucking america for names like um celine song is um a korean immigrant and she is um yeah just a fucking celebrated name now it's wild considering she's only made one movie but yeah i just think they are the least like that they're the most willing to take a chance and they're the least soulless when it comes to like making movies it's obviously still a business and they obviously still treat it as a business and there's a part of all corporations that when it's business first kind of sucks but they are very creator friendly and that was seen in their relationship and how they handled the strikes with with other creators but yes good studio i was here the i was here the whole time and didn't go to the toilet fuck you <laughs> i i give you so much respect for your bits you know what fuck uh, you. you you were still there i was letting you go i was letting you uh what you wanted to say yes but i also wanted to say it to you <laughs> i'll hear it when it comes up <laughs> oh yeah you're gonna get to three hours and 20 minutes of this Lawrence, this is our longest episode ever, and that's something to be proud of. Uh, Lawrence, what do you think the best Scream movie that we watched this year was? Scream 3, Nathan. I agree. Let's move on. Let's. Lawrence, what do you think our biggest argument on this podcast during the year of 2023 was? Top Gun Maverick. <sighs> that's not during the year of 2023. Was it not? No, that was last year, baby. Did we do that? Yeah, it was last year. Oh, what did we do this year then? After Sun. Which is my answer and the correct answer. It's probably After Sun, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've like, already spoken about how I just came out of that and was like, I think I have a headache and I think I might cry. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's was After Sun A twenty four. Yes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I was, look, look. It's, it's I don't think you're being me. very gracious right now. No. I just say it's that one personally wasn't for me, and I think there's a uh, as uh, I have a few issues with A24 personally. I think they're a bit such as I would say you have to have at least seen five of their films to maybe have an issue with the studio at large. Okay, Midsummer. Yes. Uh, What's the gripe Sun? first? I want to know what the gripe is. With what? What's your beef with A24? I think they're a bit pretentious. You, right, this is your thing though. You just say things that you don't watch are pretentious. No, but I've seen them. Okay. I've seen some of them anyway. What, you think Midsommar is pretentious? No, not Midsommar necessarily, but I think a lot of the stuff that A24 puts out is a bit pretentious. I think they have a marketing spin that makes movies seem a bit inaccessible. I don't like the way they... Maybe. They could market movies like they were normal movies rather than being like, here's a piano note and an obscure shot. I think again, it's mostly just a film bro thing, like a Twitter film bro thing. Like, yeah, but, but again, this comes back to like your problem is with them, not a studio that make good movies and are good. I, to I people. don't necessarily disagree with you with that, <laughs> but like, but that's how I'm seeing it. So argue with your mates, then, because they're putting out a bad name then for this studio. I don't, they're not my mates. I don't do yeah, this. They are. I they're tweet, all your mates. If I tweet about <laughs> movies, it's like. A very segmented but here's the thing: whenever you tweet about a movie, I'm like, "Oh, fuck off, Lawrence." Yeah, but like, that's, that's because you have a. I, I I can never make you understand this, but I feel like people have listened to this conversation and other episodes will know you. I that you are. I, there is a part of you that I think refuses to engage. You you point blank go. If I haven't heard of it, 
myself organically if i didn't if lawrence tells me about it is bad if i haven't heard of it myself decided to watch it organically myself of no other invading points then it must be bad because i nathan bauer have not encountered its presence yet i i i think you're almost right to say that okay i'm not gonna wholly disagree with you okay and i but but i think there's precedent for that though in that the things i haven't heard of which you have suggested to me and i've watched and i've then been like i don't enjoy this after sun and what else brian and charles all right, I think we both said like there wasn't much to discuss, but it's not a bad film. It's just fine. It's just a no. Movie. Yeah, it was fine, but like I'm in the same uh, boat as that Maver- one. By the way, like that's nothing groundbreaking at all. Top Gun Maverick, nothing to do with A24. Never said it was. Okay, all right. I'm talking Nof- about, but also like suggested. one of the highest grossing movies of that year. Like that's not a movie that I was like on. But a- all right, but but that means fuck all to me. What like I I've always said I'm not. I'm not here to what people say is, don't tell me what the best movie is. I'll make up my own mind. That's my whole thing. You know that about me, Lawrence. Yeah, but I also think that comes I don't like. I don't like being told what the best movie is. I'll figure it out for myself. Okay? This is just I the don't connection. like being told what I shouldn't like. And if anything, if people tell me what I shouldn't like, then I'll get fucking pedantic about it yes. and spiteful and be like, well, actually, that's the best movie ever actually and i think you have that with me but to a minute level i think there's <laughs> a re- i think there is a reason why 90 percent of my recommendations go unheard by you because you go on twitter while i do them i think there is a reason <laughs> why i can't suggest anything to you without you going sound shit and then changing the topic of conversation lauren i think i think that there is a reason Nathan, why i go to you with things that are largely liked i mean look Numbers mean nothing. You're absolutely right. Top Gun Maverick did make a fuckload of money, right? At a very despite weird time in movie. cinema history. But despite I think, it, but I think, it being a bad movie. But I think you largely don't like it because I came to you part one and then part I told two you being why, top. No, I've I've told you why I largely don't like it. And I made it very clear. You did why I largely do not like that movie. And they are always external factors. You don't you don't engage with any the, movies that the, you deem art. Listen to me. You don't engage with movies that you think are art houseier because you have a bad relationship. No, I do. You have a bad relationship with your film. I like Interstellar. Right. So again, it's a fucking blockbuster. <laughs> interstellar no one has called interstellar an artier movie it was a movie with like a over a hundred million of a budget like probably more look they are my my thing with you and i'm i'm the reason i'm pushing this is because i've just figured it out huh i like sing street yeah yeah uh, yeah fine i'd agree with that that's that's probably a small i mean it's definitely a smaller budget yeah um interstellar (laughs) (laughs) look the reason i'm pushing this is because i've just figured it out every every you can't switch off a part of your brain and that's fine that just allows you to accept the movie as the movie is you will watch a tom cruise movie right and you said this you said this on a on a still got legs episode recently you have a hard time separating outside components from the the work itself I do. I agree to that. That's so, true. so if you were to watch an art, and granted, there, I'm not saying I'm not invalidating you. Like you didn't, you are, you watched Half Sun, you didn't like it. That's fine because it's bad. <laughs> Shut the fuck. <laughs> you can turn me into a dog with fucking rabies. And all. Like, just, um, 
No, but it's it's always an external factor. I think there's a large amount of movies you refuse to see because you hear about them through annoying people. And I like Tom Cruise. You can't like you like you you. I think you watched your largest complaint with Top Gun Maverick was that it's it's Tom Cruise propaganda. Propaganda. Like, and I know that's yes. like a big, which is relentless and egregious and awful yes but if you were to separate and that, i don't it, like tom cruise as a person and and complete and this is what i'm saying external factors if another man played that role you would like top gun maverick but should i be expected to separate that though no should, but i think it, that's why you have that, a hard time with them but is it bad that i can't separate that because if it was like you know if it was like fucking it's not and granted, but if it was like fucking Jonathan Majors or whatever, mm. w- would you be so willing to be like, yeah, I can separate it? It's fine. No, no, definitely not. And I, th- and this is what I'm where, yeah, where I don't think that is a problem is in like Top Gun Maverick. They've got your ticket money. They don't need it, right? They made a fuckload of money, and it was a very big and popular movie. But yes. when the external factors infe- affect your enjoyment of an entire studio's body of work, which is made, by the way, by like one of the most diverse group of creators ever cultivated like there's like multi languages it's multinational they go they what's this what's this example you're giving like a24 as a studio in uh, as a whole okay it's it when like i don't think you should let outside factors of just like i i saw that twitter film bros didn't like they they often like a24 so i will not like a24 that like because yeah. that's okay. you are di- in that respect right. you are disregarding but, so many good things but all right fair enough but like when it comes to like top gun maverick just because like the movie made a billion dollars mm. and like a lot of people liked it doesn't mean i should be expected to like it no no not okay at all. like i just because like I, I i am not and i've always said this i'm i'm not someone who will be like go along with a popular opinion because it's just not who i am yeah. i'm not gonna say oh everyone like this or i like this or whatever like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's uh, if anything i'm completely the opposite most times i like i i <laughs> i struggle to follow along with most people yeah um and i and i just i i don't i'm not someone who will be like this is the popular thing so i will like it in terms of a24 look it's mostly because everyone who likes it is annoying. And, then I'm and like... I don't disagree with this. They are very <laughs> vocal and irritating people. And then, But then that makes me like fucking... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it makes me... Um, apprehensive. No, not apprehensive. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not biased. Um... Oh fuck! I can't think of the words, but like, I'm automatically gonna be like, "Well, I don't care," because I, I, because I, I, I. That's the exact point I'm arguing against. By because I have this impression of people who like it in my head, mm. and I don't like them. Mm. So I'm like, and that's a general sweeping statement. Yeah, like I'm sure I would like some of them, but like for the most part, like the generic TM film bros I see on Twitter. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like you. So I won't like this. Yeah. But, all, but all that you're actually doing there by doing that is making yeah. your world smaller to spite no one who doesn't know you exist. Spite. 
That was the word I was looking for. Right. It's it's purely down to spite. And, but that's can you see how that's <laughs> useless? What does it do for anyone? <laughs> Nothing. Right. No, I, I know. You're, I you're, see what you're, you're, you're dying on a hill for people that never knew you took a breath in this life. Right. They don't no, I know. care. And the only I, thing you're doing is closing your walls in on yourself to only enjoy stuff that is pre-approved by people that Nathan would like. And it's just no, like it's boring. I don't, I don't even take stuff that's pre-approved by Nathan Malake. My thing is, it's it's my thing, okay? I no, and and, and you laugh, but I'm I'm genuinely serious about this. And, yeah, and there's there's reasoning behind this as well, is because, and I think it's also due to a large part of why I fell out with film Twitter, yeah, and with like. Uh, cinephiles and that kind of thing in general because like for a long time i considered myself part of that like subgroup that like mm. that like, like you know the cinephile or that sort of thing and, and there was a period in my life where i genuinely fucking loved like uh cinema and i would go and see these movies as much as possible and you know all the oscar bait movies and all that kind of shit i would go out and i would make time for them and uh, but what what I found myself doing is I found myself lying to myself. Okay, yeah. I I found myself like and the example I always use is Star Wars. For the longest time, I always said Empire Strikes Back was my favorite Star Wars movie because that's the expected answer. Yeah, because that's what the film guys say. Because everyone says that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, Empire Strikes Back is my favorite. I hate the prequels. Fuck, fuck off no <laughs> i don't like the prequels at all but secretly i did yeah you know i did like the prequels but i didn't tell anyone because i thought it would revoke my fucking film card or whatever yeah. you know people couldn't I take thought you they seriously would exclu- if they thought exactly that. Yeah. i thought they would exclude me from this club that doesn't fucking exist okay <laughs> and i was lying to myself i went along with what the fucking popular thought was yeah and then some point i realized this and i went what the fuck am I doing? Mm. Why am I lying to myself yeah. and to people I genuinely don't give a fuck about just to fucking score points on Twitter yeah. when I have fucking 200 followers? <laughs> Who gives a shit, man? Like, what the fuck am I right, doing? But then did you... And, 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 uh, uh, but hold on. And, and, and once I dropped that fucking facade, yeah. once I said, fuck this... I'm going to genuinely watch and enjoy what I like. I've been so much happier, okay? Yeah. I I genuinely have so much joy in watching fucking Godzilla beat up King Kong (laughs) because I fucking love it, and I'll be damned if anyone tells me that it's bad, all right? Yeah. Because it's great, and I say fuck you if you don't like it. When when you were in the... And this one question will answer, and we'll we'll put a definitive cap on it, right? (laughs) Okay. What... When you liked those, like when you were say you were like catching yourself like lying and stuff, but you were still going to see all these movies that would like be the talked about movie of the the week or whatever, right? Yes. And you were seeing these movies. Did you did you honestly enjoy that? Outside of irrespective of what other people thought you should think, did you enjoy them as a person? I it depends on the movie. Some I did, some I didn't. Like and there did, was some that yeah. I, I really enjoyed, and I'm like I don't lie about those. The stuff I enjoyed, I enjoy those to this day. Like I yeah. Re- said like the movie jackie which i don't think got that great reviews but i really enjoyed jackie like yeah. fucking natalie's before natalie 
Natalie Portman's performance in Jackie uh, was incredible. I mean, it was really good. I don't think it was that well received, but I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah. Um, I think on that exact same day, I watched Jackie and then I watched Lion straight after it. And Lion was another Dev Patel, which I really enjoyed. Mm. Uh, another great movie. Um, and the, and there are some which I which I did enjoy, but then there were others which also, oh, if honest, I found it just a bit boring. But it was like, yeah. Oscar movie buzz or whatever, and I was like, ah, oh, the performance, the mise en scene, yeah. blah blah blah, you know. <laughs> yeah, but then like, I I, I don't know. I guess because like, it, no one should fucking pretend they like shit they don't like. Like, if, no, like, absolutely not. You fucking like I said, like this is something I'm very like fucking passionate about. Art is subjective, yeah. and if you are the only fucking person in the world who loves that movie. Who gives a fuck? Champion it all day long because you love that movie and you are absolutely fucking right to love that movie unless it's like Nazi propaganda or some shit. Yeah. But like for the most part, you know, you are like right to love that movie and I will defend your right to do that all fucking day long, yeah. okay? But like when when someone tells me that like the thing you like is bad or mm. whatever, that's when I'm like, fuck you. I'm going to love this, yeah. okay? And I'm going to unapologetically love this. And fuck you for telling me I shouldn't love this. <laughs> He's pointing at okay. me. Um, no, look, I, and the, the only thing I would say to that is like, it, it, again, these like the, the movies that you shut out because of your like negative, like, I, I don't know, like, your, I guess the like the <clears> experience <throat> of being in that crowd and being like being on the side of people that would like laugh at people for liking movies they deem lesser than the ones that they like and all of that stuff like yeah having casting a, a like a, pretty much like all those kinds of movie and you know the kind of movies i'm talking about like i'm talking about like fucking like movies like past lives and banshees and like the 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 quieter stuff yeah. that still made an impression last year and that stuff um, yeah like when you when you like when your opinion of them is formed in your relationship with a completely separate thing, it's yeah. Th that, that's exactly. I I don't fucking love all those movies. Like A twenty four have made some fucking bad movies. Like I yeah. I don't like after some. I mate, I watched the whale and I found it fucking detestable. Like I just don't like that movie at all. And that was I've seen the whale. Yeah, but and look, and you're more for it. But like it's 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 it, it, I don't know. Look, the point I'm getting at is it's it's. <laughs> there are good ones and there are bad ones. But when you assume that all of them are bad ones, then you'll never watch any of the good ones. I think that's mostly colour, you know? I, I, I don't... You say, you're saying here. there's a racial component. No, no, no. It's a, like, I, I colour it, like, yeah. for comedy purposes. Like, yeah. I don't genuinely think everything A24 puts out are bad, because I've seen, you know, A24 stuff I like and stuff, mm. you know? Like, it would be completely disingenuous for me to sit here and say A24 is a bad studio and everything they put out is bad. Yeah. That's just not true. But it's just that, as a studio, for the most part, they're, like, they're they're feeding an audience which i kind of have an issue with and and i, and, I, I would and because agree. of that yeah and because because of that i'm wary and hesitant to fully dive into their body of work and and, and this is like the, the best way i can describe that is spider-man as a franchise makes good spider-man movies right they can't be blamed for the fact that most spider-man fans are fuckheads and morons no, yeah, that's that's very true. That's very true. Yeah, 
Anyway, Nathan, yeah. what is the best second podcast launched by another Happy Studios this year? Well, Lawrence, thank you for asking. That's so cool. Still Got Legs, which is our Doctor Who rewatch podcast. It comes out every Monday at 10 a.m. where each week we discuss and rewatch an episode of Doctor Who. And we have a bloody good time doing it. I think we've made so. some good progress here today. I think so, too. I think we understand and each other a bit better. I love Doctor Who. I, it just takes it takes Nathan's birthday and us getting drunk for four hours <laughs> to find a, an agreement point. Nathan, what was this the best... This is... Oh, my... We're at three hours, 45 minutes. I don't know mate. if you can tell, but I'm wrapping this up. Like, I have to get up early tomorrow. <laughs> it's almost 1 a.m. We started recording at 9. Jesus anyway. fuck me. Best series on the podcast, Nathan. We've done The Matrix. We've done Crime Drama Christmas. We've done The Hunger Games. We have. Mine is The Matrix. Mine's The Matrix. You can't get better than the hey. OG. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> of course you would say that. <laughs> uh, no, I enjoyed The Matrix. It was a really good series. It was our first of these kind of like... Um, these like series that we've been doing and we have a few more planned for next year as well um but i i really enjoyed discussing and watching those movies week to week and, and i think re- revisiting those movies i really enjoyed because you know that was my favorite thing about yeah yeah because the the whole thing with the matrix has been always first one good rest bad sort of thing yeah but then i enjoyed like revisiting them and been like well, actually, you know, there's layers to this sort of thing, and it's yeah. not as simple as this one good, these ones bad, because actually they're all, they all have, like, a, a deeper complex meaning beneath them and that kind of stuff, so... And, like, the... the... And especially the fourth one as well, oh. which was... I mean, they're, they're movies... Yeah. Like, they're movies that we saw as children that were meant for adults. <clears throat> like, the, yes. the, the Wachowskis are so thoughtful. And I, and I think that also feeds into my, my whole thing with, like... Again, just the the ongoing popular discussion about film criticism and stuff. Because, again, mm. the popular idea was, oh, first one good, rest bad, yeah. with The Matrix. And I was like, yeah, I guess that's what I think. Mm. And then I watched them and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Maybe I don't. <laughs> I like these. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, and I, I, like, I liked <sighs> going. I, I also liked that we had Ben on for the finale to explain some yes. stuff to us. Yes. Um, and that's Ben is... I mean, Ben, ben, ben knows why we call boy. him up and get him on. We're like, help. Yeah. <laughs> help yeah. help with this. This one's deeper than me and Nathan <laughs> can comprehend. He's a very intelligent boy. Yeah. Nathan, we're not doing recommendations this, this time. No, I think that's fair. We're fucking... This is our last one of the year. Yeah. Go back and listen to some other recommendations if you really want one. We've recommended enough stuff this podcast. Yeah, we've put our bit in. Yeah, we've done it. So fuck you. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I've already plugged still got legs. We don't need to do we're that. We're not going to skip over all of that, right? Fuck yeah. <laughs> right, hang on. Just before we leave, right? And, and like, and I'll because I'll, in a minute I'm about to just read a wall of text that will be the okay. outro. But genuinely, if you have stuck around for somehow this long, if you've enjoyed these like just chatting things, we're planning on doing stuff like this for the end of every year. This is not a like a yes. formal episode at all. No, this is a, a wrap up of 2023. We'll do a wrap up of 2024, whatever that fucking entails. Mm. Um, and we'll see you then, I guess. But yeah, this is a nice way to end the year. We're both a little bit tipsy. I'm mostly I'll be, I'm, up now. I'm mostly very drunk right now. <laughs> I'm like, so, I, you're retaining this worse than me. Like I've, I've, like, I've just run out of drinks about half an hour ago, and I'm just like, I think I'm oh, fine. Now. I'm, I'm, I've. Drunk most of a bottle of whiskey at this point. I Jesus fuck. <laughs> uh, where is it? 
I see it. I can see it. There's green everywhere. There's green everywhere. No, I can see it. There's little gaps. Yeah, there's a little bit there. Nice. And I'm, I'm mostly finished with this. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, thank you very, very Happy much for listening. Happy birthday to, to No, not your birthday anymore. You've missed that boat. Happy birthday. I sung you a nice voice note this morning to say happy birthday. You did, to be fair. <laughs> if you have listened this far in, thank you very, very oh, much. Oh, we didn't do it. We didn't do an ad break sting. Oh, fuck em. There's no ads on this one. Merry Christmas. Um, no, there is. <laughs> Lawrence, we need that money. All right. And We're making money now. That's true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't disclose that, but we are. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Fuck. All right. There was an ad at some point. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, thank you very much for listening. If you have enjoyed the show, then please, please feel free to leave us a little five-star review. It would be much appreciated. You can do that on your podcast platform of choice, especially Apple, because you can write us a little message as well. Uh, next yes. week. Yes. Indeed. Next week, we're going to be doing this. Well, I was going to tell you station because of power converters. That'll be it. Wahoo! That'll be it's it. not Mario. Wahoo, it is not Mario. You can follow us on Twitter. We are at Another Happy Pod. That is where you'll get little post reminders for new episodes that go out every single Friday at 10 a.m. It's also a place you can suggest little topics by following the link in our pinned tweet. No promises, uh, but yes. we may get around to them. Uh, Nathan, we have another yes. podcast, don't we? Still got legs. Yeah, about I've it. already talked about it. Indeed. Uh, thank you genuinely for listening. And now uh, uh, a nice, sincere bit. Um, to all of our lovely guests that have joined us at some point this year, we have Harley. From Who? The, the, well, I'm telling you, all right. All right. We have Harley from the Fundamentals Podcast. Um, Shout out, Harley! Indeed, good time. Uh, our dear, lovely friend Bethany Taylor, who is always the first person to retweet every single thing we ever put out. She really is, actually. Shout out, Beth. So, love you for yeah, that. so massive, she'll never massive respect to, to Beth. She'll never hear this as well. There's no chance. But just if she, <laughs> she does, doesn't listen to the episodes, but she retweets them. She's always so. there. She's there. Uh, and sometimes she's actually here as well in the episodes. Um, yes. Great stuff. We'll get it back next year at some point. Indeed. And to Ben from Canada. Um, ben. Yeah, Ben always joins us uh, when we are having a wicked time. I'm just saying words at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks, Ben. You know you know that, you know know that that we love you. Um, and also to our final and most important guest, the man himself, Benoit Blanc. Um, who... <laughs> I'm Benoit Blanc. There he is. He's back. <laughs> I do declare there's a mystery of uh... <laughs> Okay, shit. I shouldn't have done that. Uh, yeah. Mon chéri. We are... <laughs> it seems the murderer... Uh, hang on. Has this gone out before the end of the year? Uh, this goes out... I think this goes out on New Year's uh, Day. It might It might go out at the, the start of next year. Hold on. Um... Uh, when does this go out? This goes out on 2023 year in review. Uh, it goes out on the 29th of December. Oh, lovely. Okay, well then I hope you ring in the new yeah. year um, nicely and with friends and with family or by yourself if that's your vibe. If you want to just chill on the sofa, then crack on. Um, we will see you next year. We're not taking a single week off, so be prepared for some not- fresh stuff coming your way. Um, we've got big plans for next year. We've done some scheduling. Spoiler alert. Well, no spoiler alert because I'm not going to say anything. But <laughs> we've we've got big plans and uh, we've got big stuff coming. So big plans and big time. bands. We're making that money. Lawrence, um, please. That's true, yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's why we've... In case you didn't realise, that's why we're dusting out the original trilogy. <laughs> Lawrence. <laughs> anyway we'll see you next year thank you for sticking around you're not here for this but thanks anyway. thank you for joining us for 2023 it's been a beautiful year you're all beautiful listeners and for now i will say goodbye goodbye oh, oh fuck what the <laughs> fuck was that <laughs>
That's not my theme song. Where's my Where's my button? I don't know. It's your button. There it is. I'm very drunk. I'm sorry. Bye, everyone. It's my birthday. Not anymore. Yeah, that's true. Happy pod. Another happy pod is filmed in front of a live studio audience. All right, bye, everyone.